like, why did you paint this? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking like of a blowjob. That's always like been like the an odd question. <laughs> it's like, now what went through your mind whenever you you came up with this? It's like, fuck, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I hadn't <laughs> slept for three days and a song came to me. <laughs> the first thing on the podcast is going to be Brian saying, blowjob. <laughs> I did that in an art critique at the school. I uh, didn't have anything to paint, so I did like this abstract. It was like five foot by five foot, this like girl's head, and she was bald for some reason. I don't know why that happened, but, and it was a blowjob, you know. Mm. And uh, so during their critique, I thought it was really funny that all the girls were like, oh, wow, I really like this one. I like the movement of the, you know, like, so I like hit my friend and I'm like, it's a blowjob. And uh, so all the girls really liked that one. None of the guys did. I just thought that was really interesting. It was the top of her head? Yeah, it was like, uh, I was I was in like a Mad Max kind of phase back then. So like all the girls I painted had bald heads. Oh, okay. For some it's reason. Very progressive of you. I like that. But really nice lips. Really ahead of the times. And behind them at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was cool. And I have some slides. I'll have to bring you some slides and show you that painting. Mm. Um, I gave it to a friend of mine. Some slides? What do you mean? Like... Yeah, you'd have to make slides of all your work to send around to galleries and things. Mm-hmm. They'll do it on a, a projector, so yeah. you'll... I was thinking like microscope... Yeah. Um, well, they're kind of like I'm sure now they'll use like, like something just like like PowerPoint or something. But like, yeah. in a lot of places they will, they would use this projector. It's got like this um, what would you call it? a Rolodex that like it's like a mag where you can put like like a thousand of these little like uh, slides and they're yeah, like yeah they're like two inch by one inch and it's got uh, a little photograph of your mm-hmm. art on it and. Uh, I guess it like uh, you can see the colors and the textures better than like just say like a picture of it. I guess is the reason they do that. Really? <laughs> but yeah. There was this uh, this uh, old South Park where uh, it was uh, hinted at, uh, or the, excuse me, it was uh, revealed that the reason why uh, uh, Broadway shows and musicals are so popular as women's because it's all about subliminal blowjob context. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody clues Randy into this, and like he, like uh, I think it was Nelson, one of his buddies from work, is like, is like, like I took my wife to, uh, you know, Broadway, got a blowjob for <laughs> about three hours in the car afterwards. And he's like, what? <laughs> Wait, so, so that everybody starts bringing their wives to uh, Broadway or no, something like that? No, Randy decides to write his own musical. Oh, uh, and his does not really have a lot of, like, subtlety to it. It's like There's, like, one song, it's like, like a solo where she's like, I'm the queen of blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, all these guys, like, uh, Soddenheim and uh, Elton John, they get pissed off at Randy because it's supposed to be, like, that they don't know that it's about a blowjob. And that's why... It'll make them like horny. <laughs> what does Elton John care? That's fine. I think it was just because it was his territory. Like, does does it like work on guys too? It might. Does Elton, Elton, Elton John like? He has a husband, so I would hope he likes guys. Otherwise, that's a sham marriage. I guess if you're prone to enjoy doing that, then you would probably pick up on the subtleties. Well, of the theme. Uh, well, maybe I should avoid 
Broadway. <laughs> 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 what, are you, what are you saying? I don't know anything to Oh, ask. man. <laughs> Again, this is a family-friendly show. Uh, rated TVG. <laughs> yeah. What's the C stand for? Uh, <laughs> God damn. <laughs> that, the, the die I put on the table, because I would have... Some people that would come in if there was like pens or pencils, they would like start like drumming and shit, <laughs> right. and like like it gets picked up by the mic like mm-hmm. super duper like you oh, know, yeah. easily. So I was like, I was like, what's something that they can fidget with that they're not gonna like? Without like, yeah, yeah, banging the table with because unless they're just sitting here and just like compulsively like rolling the die <laughs> like over and over, so you know, professional gambling addiction. That. You're like, that's a die. <laughs> I touched a die in 38 years. <laughs> this is actually a, a nice die. I think it's from the, the Paris. The, the Paris, a, Las Vegas? Mm. Is that where Paris is? What? <laughs> <laughs> they moved it there. <laughs> they did move the uh, original London Bridge to Nevada. What? Yeah, I was watching Ghost Adventure. Watch yeah, Ghost no. Adventures. No, but like, yeah. So they did the ghosts go with them? Like, well, that was the you know <laughs> supposedly all the deaths and people jumping off over whatever the spirits had followed the bridge. But uh, but yeah, I couldn't believe that. Like, why would they move the London Bridge? Like just just to say like like this is the original fucking London Bridge. Like I put it right here. Down. Like, I want other people to watch it just so I'll know that I'm not insane. But I watched it twice and how, how big is it? They said it was the original London Bridge. Because um, I know I'm sure. They're and who cheap. got that contract? It's, it's freaking <laughs> like oh, But yeah, they so said they yes. dismantled they just, it like bricks by bricks. Gonna set us up, yeah. Martha. <laughs> we'll never have to move over. again. Is it like is it haunted or something? Yeah. So supposedly, you know. Uh, Reminds me of something. So when you were you were talking to Ted on his podcast, mm-hmm. and we're talking about ghosts and hallways, and how hallways are like the most haunted. That uh, yeah, because of the nature of a hallway, there um, you traveled down a hallway, right? So it, it's kind of channels uh, the energy. Around. It's better than I am. Well, it, well, yeah, it's that's why it's useful. Same thing on like. Um, like like circuitry on like a board, yeah, right? Yeah. Like a hallway is used to go from one place where energy is like essentially stored or kept or done with something to another place, right? right? And that's essentially like what a hallway's for. So if you look at even some of these old uh, cathedrals and like how they're laid out, like their symmetry is like godly as far as like how it's laid out, like literal, yeah. it's sacred geometry, right? Like if you just Cut the mother in half and lifted, you know, okay, the, the top of it off. And, yeah, you look at, like, how all the chambers are set up. Like, they're all set up to create signal flow of acoustic energy, right? Right. right. So, suffice it to say, I think that you can lay out your home, which is essentially a temple, mm-hmm. into a certain manner to where if you have some sort of circuitry, quote-unquote, that has been made with it, with whatever... Uh, energy stardust is within human beings, right? Then I think essentially you can create a doorway or a, a window 
to uh, other <laughs> dimensional planes. Right. Uh, what like, we would call ghosts. No, so man, I, I don't smoke anymore. I just put the, the <laughs> coffee table and the lamps like slightly askew to the left. <laughs> so are you familiar with the Winchester Mansion? Uh, I don't, don't know her first so. name, Sarah Winchester or whoever. So she was the daughter of uh, the guy that invented, you know, the Winchester, the rifle, you know. Okay. Um, and she felt horrible about her family history being, you know, murder and death of all these people, you know, because before the, you know, the repeating rifle, you know, it was like a little bit harder to kill people. But after that, you know. Right. Yeah. So thousands upon thousands of people. Well, she felt so bad about it that she thought that all these spirits were like out to get her family. So their entire mansion, and this is huge, huge place, is built to confuse spirits so that they couldn't get to her. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking so about. Like it'll be like a staircase that leads to nothing. To nothing, yeah. yeah. And doors that open up to like walls and Dumbass and that's ghosts. she designed her whole <laughs> Okay, we'll see. You like, fucking dumb bastard. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe she's on to something there. And she'd have stairwells that would like start out normal, but by the time you got to the top, it was like two feet tall, you know. And okay, but like, what would that do to the to these the energy of these of bet. that structure? Like, because it it would change the the whole purpose of I think you would have a lot more agitation because you'd have (laughs) you would have the the anger and everything of like the dudes that are making it just like this fucking bitch like like, what does she mean she wants the staircase to shrink as it goes upstairs just do it man she's giving us a lot of money fuck this Winchester fuck this Escher house this is ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) Why are the stairs going upside down? <laughs> and how did the cat get up there? <laughs> how did oh, the cat get up there? Right. Well, that what just are those, um, reality. There's, there's uh, those drawings of like the staircases that like you know, you know the Escher. Is, is that what that's called? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's pretty wild. You know what? Like I'll have um a uh, what do you call it? A motif that'll happen like dreams sometimes, and some of them are like houses that don't make sense, right? And I think it's because like my brain is still trying to piece together a house as I'm like walking through it in you know, right. my uh, dreaming self or whatnot. But um, it'll be shit like that. It'll be like like I'll go to walk outside and oh no, there's just another house like where there's supposed to be a front door. It's like huh. Like, why, why is there a house within the house? And there'll be, like, staircases that just lead back to where you originally were. Like, yeah. you'll go, like, up the staircase and you're still at the same staircase. At the same staircase? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's cool. I would hate to be, like, like a, in that house, in that Winchester house. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. I had a, a pretty cool dream uh, about a house, like, uh, two nights ago. And for some reason, it had like this little piece of string, like three feet long. And as long as I could swing it, almost like Thor's hammer, as long as I kept it swinging, I would like hover off the ground. So the whole dream, I'm like flying over the couch and, you know, <laughs> and I'd spin it as fast as I could, you know, and I'd go higher and like, it was really, it was crazy. What that in the hell? That's like, a, um, okay, so. It was really, it was very realistic too. So, it was the most remarkable thing about it. So like there's a, so. Some people say that uh, dreams are like real, like you're actually going there, mm-hmm. and it's just—it's not just a dream. You're actually 
it's another place out there in the everything <laughs> that you're visiting. And uh, so um, you can you can actually project out of a dream into the dream. Uh, it's kind of like you know it's kind of like lucid dreaming, right? Where you wake up in the dream, but you can also astral project in the dream, and uh, and then you can fly, right? So I have a theory that when you have dreams of flying, you actually like you astral projected, but you did not consciously. So you're actually that's interesting. Yeah. I've had dreams where I would like flap my arms and I would float up a little bit and then I would like sink back down and I could just the more I flap my arms the more I would and then I realized I didn't have to flap my arms and I could just you know so uh, this made me think that maybe I astral projected in the dream and didn't know it possibly no there's a, there's a lot of crazy shit you can do in dreams. That's like the gateway to the imagination. Like a lot of sometimes, modern technology um, and things of that sometimes come from I'll, dreams. I thought that was yeah. Disney World. <laughs> sometimes I'll think of a joke in the dream that's so funny that I will wake up. And mm. it's like I could never have thought of that if I was awake. Like it's the funniest shit that I wake up laughing. There's been a, a couple of times where I'm aware I'm dreaming and I'll try to take control of it right mm-hmm. so like I'll, I'll have I'll, I'll have the lucidity I think that's uh, the word but um, one of the things uh, I had heard to check for was uh, go to a mirror right certain things you do like look at a look at a clock uh, flipping light switches or something mm, yeah. trying to uh, uh, talk to people that are are not really there talking they're just sort of there you know what I mean like certain things that normally would get a reaction out and your brain's not processing that. So I tried the mirror thing and when I flipped on the light for the mirror, (laughs) it was like one of my paintings of me in the mirror, but like looking back at me like all deformed and whatnot. Bad idea. (laughs) Bad idea. That's wild. That's That's like an acid trip dream that reminds me I've had um uh recently I had to quit doing all drugs for reasons <laughs> but, but since I did that like I started tripping in my dreams like uh it was it would come on just like a an acid trip mm-hmm. I would have all the visuals all the you know it's literally a trip in the dream and uh does that with with uh, multiple different drugs that I used to do? Like I, I'll get high in a dream and be stoned as fuck in the dream. And before I quit doing everything, like that never happened. Mm. It's just really cool. You got some lingering stuff. Like, like a full blown trip <laughs> in a dream. It's not quite done. You must have had much better yeah, than I did. <laughs> I really. I've had it before from like just. I don't know, like the the old cliche was like, you know, you can like crack your back and like it'll release some of your spine. I Mm -hmm. I don't know any truth to that, but I I have had it before on just like normal days, like when I'm awake, not dreaming, but like I'll catch like something of like that sacred geometry, you know, like the closed eye visuals that you'll have from psychedelia. Mm -hmm. And it'll be like, like, why am I seeing that? And I'll have to like check my hand and be like, 
how uh, I'll wave my hand to see how my trails are looking. I'm like, why am I seeing trails? Yeah, like 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 it's um it's like I'm I'm micro dosing it, but like I I haven't taken anything. You know what I mean? But like it'll just it'll happen randomly. I've had dreams with it before too, where like I'll whatever realm I guess that I've like tapped into dimensionally through psychedelia. Like I'm I'm back in that realm. So like yeah, like I'm up. <laughs> well, uh, so they say that they whoever they is the people that say things. they say <laughs> that uh, so you release DMT while you're dreaming and that's what the that's what causes the dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they've proven that 100. percent It's also what's released whenever you die. Right. You know, and you know, highly stressful points. And occasionally, oh yeah, yeah, dude, like near death experiences yeah. and whatnot. Like you're. Well, there's two uh, there's two forms of DMT. There's uh, NN DMT, mm-hmm. and then there's 5-MeO. And apparently your body can make both. And mm. I've actually had a... I've had what I think is a 5-MeO experience. Because um, I haven't done it, like, exogenously. But it's supposed to be like a... It's like a white light... Uh, merging with God experience. So I had this experience. Um, I was smoking some pot. You know, nothing. How dare you? No, no, no big deal. I mean, I, I have been getting high every day for like fucking five years at this point. Right. So it wasn't like, it's not like I'm, you know, blast off from smoking some pot. But, but I was also listening to this to this tool song. Called Third Eye, you know that song? Oh fuck yeah! It's a fucking wild song. Um, and so I'm sitting in my truck, just listening to the song, and I just like relax, and it's like the song. Mm. And so my garage door starts like going away from me, but my steering wheel is like coming towards me, so it's like, and I start like spinning like in both directions, like at once, and. The next thing I know, it's like this giant hand just like, and I explode out of the top of my head into like this blinding blue light. And it's like, a, it's like, it's pure love. It's like God's love just like, like permeating my entire being. And, and I like disappear and I turn into the whole universe. So I'm like now I'm I am the whole universe and like one with God. Right. And then I snap back just like that, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> and like, and so since that, like all kind of crazy shit. So I started seeing auras, like hearing crickets and frogs, when I'm like in a house in the middle of the day. It's like, you know, all kind of crazy shit. So right. it's like it. Something like turn something on in there. It. How much did you smoke and where'd you get it from? <laughs> I, smoked, I smoked a bowl. Oh wow! It's like some out of a socket. It wasn't even like a bowl. Kind of. Yeah, thing. I think, I think so, it might have been lace, bud. But yeah, <laughs> it's the old black <laughs> some, bag. Bug somebody snuck some extra in there. That would have been nice. That's badass, though. That is badass. <laughs> but so that's a that's a common. I, don't think, I wouldn't say it's common. That's a that's a um. That happens a lot. Mm-hmm. The uh, the uh, the Hindus call it like something. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, I've heard of that. I've heard of that. Well, I've had uh, I've had experiences doing like you know a thirty minute yoga session. You're stretching, you know, like there's the kuni kuni Oh yeah. Is it? Uh, Kundalini meditation where you're you're just like aligning your corporeal self, your body, uh, in such a way, and you're stretching it out and you're doing all these movements that I'm sure it gets some sort of neural cocktail going on. And then, like, I've had experiences where I've started tripping from doing like 30, just holding like child's pose for like 30 minutes. And then there was one time. Where I, I, th- I was doing like the the hot yoga, the hatha yoga with all the moms in the spandex. It was <laughs> nice. Um, and I, I was just I came home and like instantly was like bombarded with a flood of like old memories from like just like my childhood and what stuff. You, and like oh, instantly, memories. yeah. I thought you said old memories. Old memories from my childhood. In your face. <laughs> memories of my mother's memories. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah, I just like was so inspired. Like I had to write about it and like wrote a song. Like that's the first time I'd finished a song uh, oh. ever. <laughs> and, like in like five minutes, it just like poured out like something. Yeah, I was so like connected like, to something. Connect, well, to source yeah. or whatever. Yeah, everything but, that you've ever seen or heard or like, tasted right is then. still in your brain. Somewhere. Oh yeah, it's stored yeah. in your. It's still it's stored in your. Still DNA. there. Yeah. Well, There's a book called like The Body Keeps the Score or whatever, how your memories are like stored in your DNA yeah. in like every cell. Right. So it's like if you can like um so, you can so pull something is, out you, of there. You should yeah. be able to to access all of that like consciously if you if you did the right thing. Right. Yeah. Whatever that is. Yeah. 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 Well there's well, Pray there's there's something yeah. prayer. Yeah. Like not just, <laughs> not like, you know, but that like praying. It is like this form of praying. Oh yes. Yeah. What what's crazy about it is like like that that realm of consciousness or that dimension, whatever you tap into, it's omnipresent. Like it's around us like all the time. Yeah. You know, like like you said about uh uh that book about the body keeping score, like like even like things from like our ancestors is like like we inherit that like yeah, we that, are our ancestors that blows my with mind. a complete on the same Serengeti, yeah. buddy. Yeah, yeah. with uh, we just have we have a different history, right? Yeah. Like a different history of experiences and a different world that we're exposed to. Mm-hmm. But like it's it's still all stored there. So I think that there, like, there's a um, a way if you're in tune with yourself and your uh, ancestors are in tuned enough with themselves and grand something like shamanism and psychedelia and Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of these quote unquote heretical religions uh, offered an avenue to that uh, that things like the yogis spent like generations like like figuring out, you know, think about how many shamans died trying to experiment <laughs> trying to with what fucking the... alchemical ingredients <laughs> right, they yeah, were choosing. Right, right. There's a reason the cow is sacred, man. <laughs> that, uh, so that reminds me, I just forgot about what they reminded me of. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, <Yeah>. Brian. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> what, hold, hang on, what, what the fuck? Okay, so, yeah, I remember now. So that experience I was talking about that I had earlier, mm-hmm. where I became everything, so I realized uh, from that and a combination of like hundreds of mushroom trips, I don't know, maybe it was one or the other, but all of this, all of this stuff. Uh, so through the course of all that, I realized that like everybody 
is like the same thing in a different body. Mm-hmm. Whatever that thing is, God or it's like so- cells in a giant organism or something like that. No, like your your awareness, your consciousness. It's all so. I think I get the the picture of like a like a giant like octopus, mm-hmm. and it's got like billions of tentacles, and on the tip of each tentacle is like a little puppet. But it's the same. Right. It's all the same super mind being. They talk about uh, uh, the was it uh, like the the net of consciousness, yeah. Koshik record or whatever, the collective con- unconscious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I would I would think that something like that is um, it, it's it's tied into source, right? Like yeah. we, we we all come so from all... the same light, but then I think it would. It would still like the universe has a way of breaking things down because one cannot yeah. manage everything, right. right? So like one can manage two, two can manage four, four can manage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's split down. So like stuff like the ancients talked about with. Um, so it's like the hierarchies of angels. Oh yeah, um, totally. So we. Um, and like the zodiac would be like like those are the twelve disciples, right? Yeah. Like the of of. Uh, Christ, our son, right? Like, like all this stuff, like ties back into like yeah. all this old world religion stuff, right? So I would, I would think that there is. Um, I may have talked about this before, but like in a in like a Skyrim or like Elder Scrolls, you know, you've got all these. Uh, they're called Daedra. They're lesser gods, mm. you know, that they are. They're not mortal. They are immortal, but they are, they are godlike. But you can. Uh, I would imagine you could transcend uh, whatever. Earth is as far as a matrix and appease one of these lesser gods to get out and but it may not be the god that you want to appease you know what yeah. I mean because like there's gods of like destruction and malice and right. things yeah. that are like what would you be getting out into I think well the opposite of the light is the void right and what is the void there's there's also oneness because there's nothing right. in the void you so know what I mean? so the, the void would be like the the primary state of every like that's um it's like the womb the void is the womb of creation right and no no life can exist in the in the womb but it grows from the womb you know what I mean like it's um it's all dichotomic yin yin and yang mm-hmm. uh, masculine and feminine so like you would have something that can produce life but cannot create life. Right, a womb cannot create life. It needs right. something else to produce life in the womb itself. Yeah, right, right. Right, so it needs the the light. Yeah, so that's why you would have in the yin and yang. You have a why, core of uh, each perspective. Why the two become one. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's like the uh, it's like the, the no, this, one thing that everybody's dealing with, like the the illusion of my, like the veil of Maya, like the the illusion of separateness. Mm-hmm. When everything is the same thing, but we live in this sort of material, sensual, realist, you know, ex- experience that we usually have. But when you take five grams of dried psilocybin, uh, the veil is uh, <coughs> swiftly drawn back, yeah. and you realize your oneness. But it's like you know, are there practices like you know, creativity, like something like music? Drawing or art that like pull you away from the illusion of the separateness. 
Right. And I just find that very fascinating. I, I think it's a I think it's a paradox because I think you would have you have to have both at the same time as far as like the idea of oneness, but at the same time like like uh, the uh, tentacle uh, illusion that you gave. Like there's there's individualism at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, so some of these gifts like the creative arts, it's a way to show no, I am not like you. Yeah. Like you know what I mean. Like oh, that's yeah. it's, an ex- it's it's that thing is express expressing all of its its uh, characteristics, whatever it wants to express through us. Mm-hmm. So everybody is different, um, even though we're all the same. Um, so it's literally like a, it's like it's it's uh yeah. Exactly. So, <laughs> but like, well so, said. Um, so each person is an expression of the infinite possi- of possibilities that it could express, mm-hmm. and it's trying to express all of these possibilities, and that's why there's billions of us. Yeah. So it's it's just, it, it, uh, it, while it's doing that, it's learning about itself. Well, yeah. Itself uh, being conscious of becoming conscious of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Conscious magnet, right? So, like, God has to have polarity to it, just like the earth has mm-hmm. to have polarity, just like everything. So, like, the positive and negative, uh, or the ions or whatnot, like, they're the charges, yeah. This, so it's all it's all atomic, mm-hmm. right? Every, like, everything is atomic, so it's kind of like, um, like ourselves, like, we are mind, body, and spirit, right? I would argue that the spirit is probably our oneness, mm-hmm. right. Our mind is how we align ourselves magnetically, right? So uh, as far as an idea of like what uh, the shamans talk about with uh, when you see Mama Ayahuasca is that you're, um, you're, you're having to, you're getting a preview of Judgment Day for whenever your cosmic self goes out from this vehicle mm-hmm. and you have to sort of answer for like, now what did you do with your gifts what, with time, you know? Right. Uh, the greatest gift that all of us have and then the the body which of course is just temporal you know like mm-hmm. like all this is is temporal so i think that's one thing with like something like cloning uh, would worry me because i don't think you would get all of the human trinity i think that you would get mind and soul or excuse me body and soul but you you wouldn't get the mind necessarily yeah. but, um yeah, and this really really freaks me out. Cloning. Yeah, because, I I don't think it's good. You could, <laughs> <laughs> um, Are you guys clones? My bad. I think cloning's uh, awesome, y'all. Thumbs up. He's <laughs> on to us. It's time to learn my clone feelings. I'm gonna recede into my cloneness. Um, I am programmed for sorrow. <laughs> so I've uh, I've got this. this Theory or idea that the spirit mm-hmm. in us is actually like electricity. Mm. So the spirit is an electrical th- thing. It's a, it's a 311 like, song. A consciousness is electricity. Yeah. Or, you know, um, well, they, they'll, or it has an electric field. Yeah, or they it, break it down to uh, mm-hmm. uh, the ancients talked about uh, you know, magnetism, <clears throat> electricity, and dielectricity. The, the, um, the yin and yang where it's like the blue and the red, right? Like, so the, uh, the chakra, in like the, difference. In the pingala. I don't know those words. Okay. <laughs> the channels in the, channels in the body. Oh, okay. Um, energy channels. 
Does it go from your nose to your... Yeah, to your uh, perineum. Yeah. And then back <laughs> lower hey, horn. Hey, and that's... And you breathe in chi or, mm-hmm. you know... And yeah, the ether. is your energy body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm... So that reminds me... You mentioned uh, Kundalini earlier. Mm-hmm. Since... Um, I did. So I, I've, I've had like three or four Kundalini experiences uh, that have like... They're fucking insane. It's like a lightning bolt just up your ass. Mm. Um, yeah, but, so it's like it's a fucking it's intense. Uh, so so it like it. Uh, I don't even know how it works. I guess it hits the bottom of your spine and it's like spirals up your spine. So you so you know the, the caduceus. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so it's the two snakes going up the the pole. Right. Well, the pole is your spine. Mm-hmm. The snakes are this this. Kundalini energy going through these channels, and as it goes up, it opens up all your chakras, and then it, you know, it uh, it's like it's like a lightning bolt when it comes when it's striking. Lightning comes out of the ground. Sure does. And it meets it, so it's kind of like that. It's like it meets. Um, it hits your the top of your skull. What do you call that? Your uh, well, in uh, acupuncture, it's called Polaris. Which is uh, the North Star. Uh-huh. Well, anyway, so it meets. It, <laughs> it, so it's fucking spiraling up your spine. Yeah. And it meets right there. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, you're connected to whatever. Yeah, the Godhead. The yeah. the Godhead, I would argue, is is uh, the source of uh, whatever the Kabbalic tree. I guess it is tree of life. Yeah. Yeah. So like okay, so yeah, the tree of life is symbolic of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, totally happening. Yeah, within ourselves as well. And they even so there's a there's sometimes you'll see a lightning bolt drawn onto the tree of life mm-hmm. going through the the Sephiroth. and uh, so that's that's also symbolic of the Kundalini. But there's but um I don't know how much Kabbalah you'll know, but so. The base of the tree is basically Earth, Earth. physical plane. Yep. Yeah, the physical plane. Yeah. <clears throat> and then there's all these other. Um, and so source is at the top of the tree, not at the top of the tree, but beyond the top of the tree. Right. The top of the tree is like kind of like God as we would think of it. Is that eleven? Isn't that like the number it's associated with? Because um, Earth would be. I don't know if it's zero or one, but then like all the way up at the top, the Godhead. I yeah, think that's eleven. Well, so there's um, beyond the tree, then there's three more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember what they're called. Ain, Ain, Sof, and Ain Sof R. So what that means is like uh, something like the void, the light, and the limitless. So it's it's something like that. Mm. So there's these three phases of. Uh, potential. Uh, I don't know, something like that. Shit, like I, I think that stuff's wild. I, sh- I need to brush up on my Kabbalah. <laughs> As yeah, do so we all. That is, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think that like uh, I was uh, saying, I was doing a little uh, twenty minute thing before you guys got here, uh, but like the 
stuff like the old world stuff, like you know, like like the aliens, the uh, the tree of life and flat earth geocentrism, Alien. the false history, Bigfoot, like all that shit is so cool to me. And then twenty twenty has just oh, been yeah. about like science, death, yeah. politics, <laughs> all right. fear, like Bigfoot, and I'm so- Bigfoot is real as fuck. I would think so, man. Like, no, we don't know shit about Earth. Like, think you think, think because... Got, uh, I think we've got DNA proof of it now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, not, they had the, well, they had the Australopithecus, I think, was like the one they think is uh, extinct, but it was like the Harry and the Hendersons, like kind of like Swamp Ape, yeah. uh, Bigfoot. Well, Bigfoot, I think, is something else. It's like Young was talking about... Because if you can imagine like, it, like it does exist, or like it, on some, like you were saying earlier, like in a, in a dream state, in that realm of consciousness, on some sphere somewhere, it does exist. Even if yeah. it's just a guy in a suit on a television show, <laughs> and uh, fucking Joe Rogan's, you know, hunting him down with some <laughs> what? some nerdy wells, what you know. Like it even it does it, the yeah. idea of exists. So, so it's like, I would say that give it property that it's, it is a part of reality. Right. I would say that everything that can exist <clears throat> does exist. It's somehow somewhere. So which means that leaves everything pretty open. I would I would think so. Well, I mean, just that's even in the Bible that says that, that nothing what? new under the sun, right? I mm-hmm. think is the is the way it says it. But yeah. So I think that idea is pretty. Yeah. Been around for a long time. Uh, like, well, like they're even like, even though we can't even uh, go to Antarctica, you can take a, a, a certified tour of it. But like, they had like some like scientist whistleblower come out and talk about that something they found in the ice where like everybody got sick, like on the like the crew. It was like a big crew, and mm-hmm. like they dug up something, and like everybody got sick, and they couldn't even really talk about it as far as like what it was or what they got sick with she was just like I'm just letting you know that four people are alive and everybody else was dead no man it's like yeah. what the fuck <laughs> so wait in relation to Rona no, what is this no 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 this had nothing to do <laughs> oh, with okay. uh, uh, like COVID or anything like that which we all know the science on that is settled and there's no room for <laughs> right. debate but um, no this was um I, w- I want to say, like, in the past year or so, but, I mean, you know, like, because everything has to now be about, like, like COVID or the uh, election or oh, China, yeah. Russia, mm-hmm. like, any of these, like, pick your news story. This this is the news, like, the whole year. Don't you go out there trying to tap into source and better yourself. These pathogens have been frozen since prehistoric, yeah, prehistoric so times. Yeah, so it's basically now We've never dinosaur been, viruses. Yeah, we've never been exposed to it, and it's been frozen in ice, and now it's melting and yeah, there was a coming out. I had yeah. a paper and that's great uh, years <laughs> ago when I was still in school about uh, the potential for life on other planets, and there's something there's a few articles I found about them finding like archaea or like some kind of bacteria on Mars, and like that did it for me right then. I was like, well, I mean, that's life. Like, how could you ignore that? Like, there's obvious life. Right. That well, has been Mars? discovered, yeah. you know, and it would be. I think, I think we also, can all agree that it would be highly arrogant to think that there's not life. I think they've also well, floating I, around. I'm not sure if they've uh, like skeeting in it, into each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> even McKenna talked about that um, things like uh, what do they call whenever they fall to actually Earth? I don't think they call them comets then. 
uh, meteoro- meteoroids or meteorites and will actually meteorites. puncture through our atmosphere. And, yeah. yeah, he argued that spores could exist in like space vacuum or not mm-hmm. that like spores yeah. wouldn't need that so, they could just yeah. be and then when they get to an atmosphere where they can be what and heck? live right then they would spread isn't that fucking awesome so there's yeah. there's, there's also the theory this is the, the stone the theory? mechanic theory where it says the mushroom is an extraterrestrial yeah and that was um so and the only so way it can uh, achieve its purpose is through a symbiotic relationship mm-hmm. yeah. of the digestive tract of right. a, an organism, but it's even it's even deeper than that. So it's not only is the mushroom an extraterrestrial, it's actually like an extraterrestrial, um, like mental uh, network that's. Um, so it's it's hiding in the mushroom trip, right? And it is connected to all mushrooms across all galaxies. It's a server. Are, yeah, like you can, you can connect into the cosmos that but there, way. But there's somebody else. So I don't know how much how many mushrooms y'all have done. A formidable amount. Okay, so <laughs> twice, twice <laughs> so have you have you like noticed that there's somebody else in there when you? The first time I had too many mushrooms, I kind of realigned with what I thought the word God meant to me, and I realized that the churches didn't know shit. Yeah, and that there was more truth in something like shamanism mm-hmm. and in the philosophical teachings of what the Christ mind is. So like, it's like that direct experience. Yeah. Way more powerful. Yeah. And way more accountable. Like I like it even like bad times that I've had through mushrooms, I gained a hell of a lot of insight oh, from yeah. it. You know what I mean? It may not have been pleasant, but the idea of like, well I had a bad trip and I stopped, it's like, well what happened? Did you just feel bad for like a couple of hours <laughs> yeah. because of shit you were thinking about or shit you yeah. did? Doesn't sound like a bad trip. Sound like you need to atone for your sins, right? Yeah. Right, and that's like a, the big focus of or used to be oh, of yeah. Christianity was, yeah. hey, everybody's fucked up. Good people do bad things. You have to atone for it. You have to make yourself accountable for it. And if you do that, you can rise above it. Like you can, if you make the world a better place for others, it's going to be better for you. Like, bigger gets bigger, bigger gets more. So let everybody else get bigger as well, and you yourself will grow, you know? Mm. Like, I, I, I think that there is some fundamental truth to that as far as spiritually that I have found. I did not get that from uh, the congregation, nor did I get that from Catholic school, nor did I get that from... Uh, uh, the rebellion against organized religion where atheism goes, that's right, now we're the answer. It's like, you're just a religion as well, sir. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Scientism right. is not science. It's a it's a religion. So. It is. It's dogma. I would definitely it's agree a, with that. Yeah. I've, I've had way more uh, spiritual experiences doing <laughs> mushrooms and things so like that, that. So the song Thousand Miles a Night? It's actually like a mushroom trip that Brian had. It is about a mushroom trip. It's good because I was listening. I was like, man, I, I would be fucking like having a good time tripping balls listening so, to like. So, <laughs> there's good so transitions in it. Yeah, and if you notice in the song, you actually we we try to represent it through this breakdown in the song, but it's kind of when the trip like kicks in, you know, and mm-hmm. gets serious, but. Uh, so weren't what people were like balls of light or something? Yeah, so would, that was one of the I guess would, more intense times that I had. Uh, people would come up and talk to me, and I literally, 
I couldn't see people as people. They were just balls of light. And when they would talk, you know, they would blink in different, you know, it's like an orb of light. And they would talk and it would be, and I would know exactly who it was, but. I know this. You know, there was not a. I know this shade of gray. Yeah, it was the craziest thing I've ever experienced, man. Uh, Yeah, it was awesome. It was I really see you cool. as you truly are, and that's kind of how. Yeah, that's cool. I came. I came to some understandings that night about a lot of things. Yeah, I've I've tried to, um, especially the older I've gotten, and yeah, your social circ uh, social circles shrink a formidable amount. But um, mm-hmm. I sort of pay attention to like what kind of aura are these folks given off, and even more so, what kind of aura are they given off whenever I'm not tripping? You right. know what I mean? Like, and then you can start to like. I don't know. I would I would find myself with people that their psychedelics kind of became their personality to a certain point. You know what I mean? Where it's right. just like that's like that's when they have good times. Is just like whenever they're psychic, uh, they're tripping. And other than that, it's just life is miserable and awful. And like like you don't sound like you're using psychedelics for how they're intended. Right? right. Yeah. Like it, exactly. it should be should be. Uh, church you know i mean that's what yeah. the ancients used so, to do it's, um, it's definitely like it's a, a highly sacred thing for sure oh yeah it's like a psychic purgative is that a word purgative so yeah, I've, like, I've had, like, purge, like a purge so, yeah so like um like a laxative so for it really soul? it really like you go soul it's like laxative. a it's like a you hit both of those at once awesome. double demon <laughs> so could like each nostril one so it really like you, you really have to go in there and face all of the shit that you do not one you're not you might not even be aware of it yeah but you you're pushing it unconsciously you you're avoiding it and when you yeah so on top of all the crazy shit that's going on you're also having to deal with this stuff that you haven't dealt with yeah or that you're hiding from yourself and it it can get really fucking crazy yeah it totally I've had can. A, and it, it gets more, for mushrooms at least, it gets more intense every time you do it. So it, it, at some point, you leave behind your own shit, and it becomes the mushrooms insanity world, where like, because the mushroom has a lot of shit to show you, other than your own psychic bullshit. Right. And some of it's like, you, you just cannot like, accept it. Because he's so crazy. So, I don't know if y'all listen to much Terrence McKenna. I like Terrence McKenna. So, I got one dabbled. or two of his books. So, I've, you know, I've dabbled as well. So I he, just so really he's like a, his voice. And he, kinda, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he sounds like that, he's a mushroom. That, like, so the mushroom <laughs> <was, laughs> What the fuck? That's very... <laughs> that, that's, that reminds me of something else. Okay. So, like, uh, when I eat mushrooms, I feel like my skin turns into mushroom. Hmm. Like the flesh of the mushroom. So you I feel calm. like I'm a mushroom. Hmm. And it's like, so I feel slimy and, you know. Satisfying? Yeah. I don't know about satisfying. I usually just curl up in a ball, like in the fetal <laughs> position. Like, <laughs> like yeah. wrap myself in a blanket. It's like everything's like, just like yeah. aching. Like, <laughs> like this body, I just want to explode out of it. It's like a, it's like a, a grandmother in the 18th century that's just interrogatory. Just like, I'm cold. 
cold. <laughs> Another blanket, please. Close the window, boy. It's <laughs> 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 not even a slow window there. Like she's already lost her mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like a side quest where it's like, well, one person may be able to tell you where Mark is hiding. <laughs> Who's that? Gertrude. Gertrude. The old bitch by the fire? That's her. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. oh, let me save my game in case I fuck up this dialogue. Uh, have y'all experimented with uh, McKenna's heroic dose? Like, that's the only thing mm. I haven't done yet. I have maybe Part twice. of me is afraid of just losing my mind, and the other half's like, no, that's what you need. I've done it <laughs> accidentally. Five plus dry grams in darkness. Yeah. Quiet darkness. We used to get... Um, it's not pleasant. Like, <laughs> like uh, extracted psilocybin in capsules. Mm-hmm. And um, I took two of them one time. One of them is like a full-blown trip. I took two one time, and it was holy fucking shit. Like, I don't even, I can't even talk about it. It's, you know, it's one of those things. I, at one point, I was like flying up into space, like in front of this like 10-mile-high like monolith of light. It's like a totem pole. It's got like different heads, and mm-hmm. they're all like a different color, and they're made of light. And I'm just like, just fucking blasting off to the top of this thing. I, re- I remember that vividly. The, uh, and, and other un- unspeakable things happened. So uh, there's probably like the the self consultation thing for a little bit, but then like you know, like he says, it's like all right, you know, now that you realize you're an asshole and you've got some things to work on, here's some pretty cool stuff to look at. Like I think that first well, part is what people. Well, like, if you oh, take like, a, if you I'm take enough, a bad trip, like yeah, if you take enough, the bad trip phase, it's like a. There's like thresholds. There's there's the your eyes get better and you can see things sharper threshold. Mm-hmm. And then there's the things start like moving around. Mm-hmm. And then there's the next one, which is like your shit, the bad trip phase where you can have a bad trip. Mm-hmm. And then as you there's like there's more, but at some point there's just you're fucking gone. Yeah. And, yes. and like everything you is are the trip. There's that nothing night else. that I was seeing the balls of light, people that were balls of light. As the night went on, um, and that's where thousand miles a night kind of came from. Uh, I don't. I would have. I would have been dead probably if I was trying to wander around on my own because I was not <laughs> in this world any longer. Everything that could reflect light, every little blade of grass, oh, yeah. every little. I mean, anything that had any type of reflective property would produce a thousand-mile stream of night. And I was, like, in this tunnel of light, and it was, like, the most beautiful thing. I was, like, crying, you know, like, oh, my God, it's so beautiful, (laughs) you know. And uh, so I don't know how I got home. I don't know who was around me by the end of it. I just remember being in this this whole other place, you know. That's crazy how it can do different things. And it was just like, I mean, literally, I just remember this tunnel of just saw that every color you could possibly imagine, you know. And then some. The closest thing I've had to that was I was out at Cody's place. I don't want to incriminate him. Changa. Mm. Uh, DMT infused tobacco. So I was sitting out on his porch and. you know, I, I think we've all listened to that 
uh, Rogan's podcast about everything becomes just like, like a complex geometry. It's like just colors and, and light, and that's like everything. So like uh, I was just like looking, and then you know how like you'll take something and you'll you get that like like that sinking feeling. Yeah. Like it, it was yeah. as soon as soon as I took a puff, it was like all right, you're gonna melt into the porch right now. Uh, you are the porch now. And then so I looked up, I like opened my eyes and like, like you said, all the light like just fractalized off of everything. It was just like crystals everywhere and everything just turned into like this, this crazy crystal uh, painting or something like that. And then there was a voice that was like, why don't you try, sh- why don't you try closing your eyes and see if you like that or something like that. <laughs> and, I like, and I laid down and... Uh, have you you seen that that image of the uh, the mushroom bee guy or whatever? Yeah, the bee shaman. The bee shaman. Yeah. Watch. Look at the. Uh, keep talking. So this. Up. So uh, there was like the Native American colors, like yellow, red, black, and white, all in a pinwheel, kind of like s- circling uh, around in a pinwheel, like it's just you know going in a circle. Right. And then so all of a sudden like the. Like a female version of that image and a male version of that image were like right next to each other, just like dancing, like shamans, like something you would see on like Nat Geo or something. And then all of a sudden, the snake, the serpent came out, and like it's it was like it was like coming at me, like just like. But the coolest thing was it was a giant boa constrictor. The coolest thing was though it was like non-threatening at all. At all, it was like, hey man, it's okay. Like, <laughs> like the the way it looked, like there was no like sharp edges or anything. Like it was all bubbly. Like you know, Kant or uh, the snake from uh, the Jungle Book. Like yeah. it looked just like that. And he's like, hey man, it's gonna be all right. And, was, and like, was it a male snake or a female snake? Uh, I, I didn't see any it genitalia, like a, but it was, like <laughs> 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 yeah, it was looking under the. Hey, all right. Hey, yeah, you had to like stick one. your finger in there to tell. Like, oh shit! <laughs> into the cloaca. I didn't get a different point. ball game. I was just like, holy shit! I actually had like that was the that was like the but only kind of experiences to, I've ever yeah. had like that. The serpent is supposed to symbolize the, the goddess of like infinite, like the womb. Yeah. I tried to go back and and like. Capture it, you know, hold on to it. Yeah, I saw Look this guy shit. dancing. A male version and a female version. And they were silhouetted against those colors. So have you seen the, the, the cave art version of that? Yeah, the cave so art it, version? The cave art. Oh, okay. So this is the cave art. <laughs> it's on sale. It's on sale. Somebody did a good job on this. No, that's awesome. It's beautiful. But you like an out-of-body experience today? It's a blue light special. Four ninety nine. Price check on Tonga. All four. Price check on Tonga. <laughs> My manager be right with you. Oh, uh, do you know where the Tonga is? <laughs> Home and garden to electronics. Home and garden. <laughs> They'll be right with you too. Sir. But I tried to like. I tried to go back into that. It was gone. Like mm. that, I was like, oh, that's what they mean. I was like, it's so fl- it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. So I can mushrooms. still kind of see it. You've done mushrooms, too. yeah. I've done, I just never Have you done like a full blown. I've ne- I don't think I've ever crossed the threshold. I've okay. always it's always been like a heady thing. Well, I've me. never done DMT, but the but um, DMT is so supposed to be done three or four times. Only one time after I came back from wherever I was, I sat up, I looked at my girlfriend, and I said, I feel weird. 
Like, that's all I could muster out. The geometry was completely different than uh, oh, yeah. LSD or psilocybin. The colors, you know, like uh, the uh, kind of like neon battery acid mm. that'll happen on psilocybin was way different on uh, DMT. The, um, the geometry was a lot more, it wasn't a stained glass window that was just sort of morphing in and out of itself. It was like rigid, like... No, it is set. The universe is set oh, in yeah. like these symbols. You're, you're there. Yeah, yeah I, I saw the um, the crystalline <laughs> yeah. city because I had my eyes open. Like like you said, the whole time I'm watching. I'm looking at the painting of a uh, uh, narwhal mosquito guy with glasses, and then I just see something through the wall, just sort of step in and occupy, like <laughs> underneath. Like so, its head is lined up with the head in the painting. And I, but I can, I can see it, and it's like right there. I'm like, I wonder what that is. And I just sort of like, <laughs> I wonder what that is. I sort of just like blink, like long, like that. I'm like, holy shit, there's a lot going on in here. <laughs> <laughs> and I close my eyes, yeah. and like I'm, I'm flying. I'm like, oh my gosh. And yeah. there's, there's in front of me. There's like, um, it's like a movie projector, right? That's going at like hummingbird wingspan speed yeah. and it's just showing life everything with life the Starting the color it. of the crystal is like bluish kind of turquoise but more blue <laughs> like and that's like like i'm it's it's as i'm flying yeah. above and around this city of like geometry and crystals this movie is playing i'm just like what in the hell have I like stumbled into? When I've taken enough mushrooms to cross over, it's been a healthy amount. We're talking like six or seven grams. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's it's like a like a double dose, you know. Mm-hmm. And like I, I, I found God that time, but like this was in like like thirty seconds. Like yeah. Like because I felt the effects, but I didn't. Like I said, I had my eyes open because I was just I was expecting to see like stuff change drastically there first and not knowing that like oh no like there's there's well, a whole world going on the station whether you're on it or not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thing happen on uh, mushrooms where everything you know the world's crazy trees are like transforming into meta trees mm-hmm. but when you close your eyes it's to- it's like so much more yeah I've, I've had entities come through on mushroom <clears throat> trips on my closed eyes before like like open their eyes and look at me like not oh, yeah. stay like, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. see you so it's there they're there like mm-hmm. with you while you're tripping yeah they're, and you can like I can I can feel their presence that's what I would think aliens are man I I would think they're more of these multi-dimensional things that we would call angels or demons right like for lack of a better term but like that's same thing with like Elves El- and like, yeah. like fairies. all of these mystical like creatures. It's like they vibrate mm-hmm. on a different visual plane. Like you, yes. you wouldn't you wouldn't recognize them as like a f- physical construct, like almost like a light construct or a wave, just yeah, a pure like, wavelength. Not not any more than a, a drawing on a piece of paper would recognize the pen. Yeah, right. It will only uh-huh. recognize what the pen does to the paper. So like aliens, I would argue they're they're post death. They're post biology. Right, like like uh, the third dimension is a slave to biology. Like mm. these temporal forms cannot escape the third dimension. Higher forms of dimension are not relying on uh, uh, biology, though. So things like aliens or time travelers or whatever you want to call it, I think they're able to do like a pen is to paper. Right, mm. they're able to manipulate things in our third dimension, 
well, they cannot exist within our dimension. Kind of like we are with our avatars online. You can't go, you can't, you can't yeah. go into Instagram and live your life. Just but manipulate it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you can, yeah. You can so that's, define that's kinda it. That's kind of like the, the octopus with the billion tentacles thing in a different, um, kind of more in depth. Because that thing, it can't, it can't fully be here. So mm-hmm. it has to use us in this enclosed... Mm. Um, Matrix that it built through this, right? So, to you know, to do this, yeah, yeah, kind of like fact checkers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> they can't, they can participate, but they can't really be. A I part think this of podcast it. is really <clears throat> fact checked. I think all this talk about mushrooms has really made me want to eat some. Yeah, mushrooms. I don't know who, but someone's considering finding some <laughs> at some point. I've got some spores, some spore prints. I don't know what that is. One time, no clue, um, not whatsoever. One time, uh, I found this mushroom that was the size of my head. It, it was literally this mm-hmm. fucking big. Did you name it Garrett Junior? Like, I'm gonna take him. <laughs> I named it. Gonna take him home with me. Get a watery. And then ate it. And like. Use that. No, as like the ten people ate it. Dough. It was that big, and we all tripped balls. Oh wow! Yeah. I, I think the, the biggest. Uh, they're not golden teachers. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they grow out of cow shit. Um, but biggest I found has been probably about as big around as like this this really? water bottle. Yeah. Well, that's the usual size, the cubensis. Mm, yeah. But, so this, and this was a cubensis, but it was so fucking like like I had to grab it like that and just admire the. Oh my gosh! I would have stored it for winter. But, <laughs> <laughs> Freezing <laughs> that that night. Eh, you, I've never had a lot of luck with that. Hmm. The freezing thing. Oh, yeah, you Not can like freeze water. it, but then they turn into mush. Yeah, they're just mm-hmm. mushy. I like, it still works. Well, if you're going to do that. Save them. Just eat, you know, go find then some you more. Can, then you make tea out of it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. say make tea, make chocolate. You can make chocolate out of yeah. it and freeze it. Yeah, I actually but I want like, to hold on to it. I like tea because it hits quicker and it doesn't last quite as long. And some of my strongest trips on tea off of just like a few maybe four or five you know medium sized mushrooms right and I one time I remember so I I, I always did uh, mushrooms like in the woods alone at night in my truck sweet <laughs> so you're brave um, listening so to this, this don't know what you got night. till it's gone by Cinderella <laughs> on repeat <laughs> no I, I listened to uh, when the music's over by the doors for four hours straight and it was just the perfect fucking so I was looking at my hand and I could see the front and the back of my hand at the same time just like you know mm. was like, was like <laughs> a high, trail no like I wasn't moving my hand but I could see the oh. back of my hand okay Alex Gray painting or something like yeah and then I realized that I could like I could I was sitting here and then I could project my consciousness down the road mm. and like around the corners and and like I was just Donnie like Darko shit. And then I would like go back into my head like that. That's awesome. Like it was like a snake coming out of my face. You, you'll notice a lot more, um, <laughs> at least from my experience of uh, you, uh, mushrooms in where the are you woods. For these? Is uh, uh, your 
I think maybe because you're around so much more life, you're more tapped into it. Versus like whenever you're in the city, you know, mm-hmm. you're in you're in a concrete force. I would not mm-hmm. dare do mushrooms in a city. I mean, I have. Yeah, that's my problem. We have. <laughs> we have. Oh shit! We have. That was, but that was that was a small amount, and that, that was when small. I first started. So like, so mushrooms like, um, the first couple times you do them, they're really tame. To, I think it's until you have like like a uh, more than you should when you're at the point where you're like man I don't know I'm not really feeling like I should I'll just eat another healthy because I could eat one mushroom right now and like have an insane oh I'll feel it yeah like a microdose on a, a, a psilocybin like I'll still feel like like I'm connected yeah. Like you know what I mean but at first that wouldn't happen mm. no no you, you have to be able to know when you've had Maybe more than you thought you should have had, and then from that point you're uh-huh. like, like, okay, then, now now I can tell like how like so it, one mushroom it opens up me. a door that doesn't fully shut. No, because it opens up a door that you didn't know existed, okay, right? Yeah, so yeah. now that you know that door is there, yeah, that you're you're uh, a lot more apt to be able to manage your. Uh, uh, Connectivity with uh, with the cosmos at a, uh, oh, a lot is, uh, is a really lot better cool. rate. So, have you seen our logo? Yes, it's like a triple spiral with a bunch of other smaller spirals. Mm-hmm. So, um, so all of these smaller spirals that are kind of around that logo is I so I can I can look into like a like a, a dark shadowy corner of the room and they start coming out. And so this first happened while I was uh, on mushrooms. And I, uh, I smoked a little bit of pot, oh, and geez. then and then as soon as I hit the weed, it just like sort of. I, I apologize, out. ladies and gentlemen. I didn't realize we were having druggers on today. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question. So you openly talk about mushrooms, but then when you mention pot, you're like, so I smoked a little. <laughs> what is? What do you do there? Well, because they're, they're, it's they're higher on the schedule one ranking. So I don't care about it anymore. I know this mess with you, man. Uh, but anyways, so now I don't. I don't um, I don't have to do anything. All I have to do is look. You, you are either broken and it, and it or it starts fixed. coming out. It's like <laughs> it's like you were saying you would see like the you weren't you wouldn't be tripping, but you would see like a you would have like a flashback. Yeah. So it's like the visuals that you would see, mm-hmm. but it's always these little spirals, green and purple spirals. Yeah. And it's like a flower that. So there's like a um there's like a frame of it. There's like a. Like an outer edge that's like not as intricate that expands, and then inside is like this this living, like growing, blossoming spiral thing. And yeah, so it's really cool. What well, again? I think that's I think that's so fascinating. I, just because like that's I I would argue that stuff is always there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like like through psychedelia, through shamanic. So uh, medicines and traditions, you're able to sort of acknowledge a part of the universe that science doesn't even like to recognize. Well, you know it also what helps I mean? to have like a your third eye like operable. Mm. So your third eye, your pineal gland, is literally an eye. The inside of it has rods and cones, mm-hmm. and it's filled with this um, these little liquid. Um, it's filled with this liquid that has little crystals in it. And crystals, so you can store information. They can pick up like um, signals, um, like a 
uh, like a receiver. They, they're receivers. Crystals are receivers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, so I think what's happening is I'm picking something up in there, and I'm seeing it with the you know with the eye part of the right. pineal gland. Well, even like your um, your actual eyeballs, like they're they're part of your brain. You know, like oh yeah, like like they're the external part of your brain. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, I remember the day that I realized that everything that I'm seeing out there is actually like right here. Mm. So, All so time. you're seeing like way over there, but that thing way over there is right here. Well, it's kind of like uh, what what was it? The, the cam- day that camera obscura, like old school, where they would they found a way to use light. To project it, where you project everything upside down. So, like the way your eyes even take in information is actually information is actually inverted yeah. from uh, what uh, uh, is really there, and then it your it converts it back. So that way you're not seeing everything upside down. Yeah, yeah. I so read it's a, in the process, so it's flipped. Yeah, I, I read a scientific study means. where these uh, these scientists invented goggles that would let them see things the way that they really were, and they wore the goggles for X amount of time. And when they took them off, everything was still upside down. For it took them a while for their brain to readjust. Yeah. You know? Oh yes. So it it's like when you're when you're driving down the road and you stop and everything's like, you know, coming back at you. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's still it's still so uh, your brain, the illusion of movement. Your brain has adjusted to movement, and it's you know, it's it's uh, adapted to that. And then when you stop, it's it's got to readjust to being stopped. So it's crazy how like plastic the brain is, like that. Like Neuro- it's just real time, like adjusting. It's a neuroplasticity. Yeah. It's like you mm. can That's you can nice. keep changing it. <clears throat> it's like it's it's just like everything else. Like it keeps shifting. Like every little bits of information. That's why you can literally change your mind. Like your and your thoughts yeah. are you're changing li- your brain. Yeah, you're literally. Uh, your thoughts become things. They bec- they become neurons and axioms and like the the schemas in your mind. Your memories <clears throat> become actual physical yeah. construct, uh, neurological constructs. Because when I learned that, I fucking blew my mind. I was like, "Whoa, Buddha was right, man. Thoughts are things, dude." That's yeah. heavy, man. Well, you have you have to be able to create your own reality. You know, like like your home is like one of the few things that like you have some control over, even if it's just, like, one room in your home, like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But you got to make that, like, your bastion of, like, happiness and solitude and, mm-hmm. yeah. like, every, everything that will uh, let you prosper as a human being in the outside world, mm-hmm. you know? So Coming home to something miserable, you know? Oh, God, oh, that's, so, Jesus. That's hell, dude. So that's the point just, of coming home. Yeah. <laughs> so, so your, your, <clears throat> well, your brain, your brain mind... I'm, I'm kind of making that like space time. I'm gonna call it the brain mind. Okay. Uh, nice. Just because uh, they're separate, but they're they're inseparable. Right. So so uh, what what happens with your mind is gonna reflect in your brain, just like it um, just like it would affect your outside, and vice versa. Like you're saying, uh, if you keep your your living space like you know keep it happy keep the vibe nice it's gonna affect every other part of your life yeah like fractally 
Yeah. Well, I mean, absolutely. Even with, uh, uh, I talked about before about like, a, you know, like a daily prayer or like a, a yeah. mantra. You know what I mean? Like I, I try to say my uh, prayers aloud every day. So it uh, puts my wishes into yeah. the universe. And you should like reality. bless your food before you eat it. Like say your blessing. Mm. <clears throat> because uh, because that, if, if, you know, it affects your food. Uh on a quantum level. Uh, so, have you seen the what's the guy that he would he would like play music for water and then freeze it? You know, <coughs> yeah. You, you know about that? No. Yeah. He'll, oh, he'll, uh, he'll take uh, photographs of like uh, how it'll uh, crystallize or whatnot. yeah, the the, the the snowflakes. Of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, some uh, some guy did that with um, uh, words as well. Yeah, he would, uh, he would write the word on the jar that the water was in. Yeah. And that was all it would take. Yeah, the word like love would produce this um, this a uh, really pretty symmetry and like this like, like gorgeous snowflake type shape. And then the word hate would it looked like germs in a microscope. Wow, like, that's mm. amazing! I have never seen. So you you fool. That's what you fool. Reminds me of that experiment with Mythbusters where like. They had uh, plants That's in different weird. grow rooms, and like crazy? they would play like I've heavy. Me- they would play like Slayer in one room to see if like sounds affect <laughs> uh, the growth patterns. Yeah. And then like they, they <laughs> one guy would come in and be like, "I fucking hate you, plant." <laughs> and like no, it, it would like it would be stunned. And then like the chick, the chick would go into hers and like be like, "I love you." And it was like huge and flourishing. Yeah. It was just like wow, that's, Isn't that that's crazy. Wild? Holy shit. So word magic. Water is literally a liquid crystal. Well, um, and so. Smoke water, man. And so it's, you know what I mean? yeah. Smoke and, so and some stores, water. <laughs> and like, uh, like all crystals, Crystal it stores in information. Mind. Right. And that's why, I think that's why this works. I had uh, come across something, I think it was something David Icke, the you know, conspiracy guy, talked oh, about. But um, that uh, there's a certain group of scientists that are trying to argue that the rings of Saturn, because they've now discovered sound coming from Saturn, that they're not ice- uh, because it's so far out in space, but they're actually just crystals. And uh, from our sight, what we're seeing, the rings of Saturn are crystals and sound waves. Because so we're seeing a, giant, a planet like, from that far away, this gas giant, man. producing sound. We're going to be able to see the waves effect yeah. in these rings or crystals right. that are coming out. The and sound so coming from Saturn is fucking nightmare. So his, yeah, his theory is that Saturn is... Right. Just Saturn is... 24-7... <laughs> His theory is that Saturn is like transmitting this this uh, this false matrix yeah. over our overlaying our real world, and so that's why we live in like backwards world yeah. because everything is is tuned to that evil yeah evil yeah. frequency right now yeah the the because of the drown note the churches it's all dis- Saturn the churches destroy uh, God the education system yeah. destroys knowledge the justice system destroys justice politics yeah. destroys law That's like it. and that the the moon he argues that the moon is acting as an amplifier that is able to receive right. these signals from Saturn and then broadcast them down to Earth. Yeah, and, and so according to him, the moon is like a, it's actually a it's actually a metal sphere. It's not rock. It's got rock on the top of it. Mm-hmm. And the reason that like the the craters aren't deep on the moon is because when they hit, it blows all the dust to the side, but it's still like this metal. 
Um, so you know when a, when a meteor hits, there's a fucking crater, right? A deep ass fucking crater. There's no deep craters like that on the moon. They're all flat. Um, yeah, they talked about the. Um, I think this may have been one of the one of the cosmonaut uh, scientists, but they talked about they had fired some probes into the moon. And it rung hollow like a bell. It yeah. sounded like that it had yeah. struts in it. That yeah. was actually, uh, it was, I think it was Neil Armstrong that uh, made a comment very similar to that. Um, I guess when they had blasted off, you know, part of the, the ship goes back down and just crashes on the surface of the moon. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've actually uh, were able to record that sound. And it was ringing. Mm-hmm. And it rang for like so many hours. Like yeah. That's actually where I got the line in Mystery Song. The moon, a steel machine. Nice. Yeah, something like that. Lots of stuff. <clears throat> yeah. Lots of things. Well, that's where I got that from. Yeah, something like that even, like, like, as far as, like, people say, like, well, they think the moon came from here, like, the, was it the double whack theory? That, like, some Nibiru oh, yeah. or some planet hit Earth, yeah. and a chunk of it flew off, and then it came back for a, another <laughs> another whack that's why it's the double whack theory and then it's gonna have spun off second whack yeah then it's spun off after the second here. whack to be the uh, moon where it's at that doesn't make a lot of sense what does make a lot more sense is that it's some sort of like cosmic egg spaceship that glows yeah, it's, and it's, and it's always been it's part of awesome. orbit because yeah. it so it doesn't it doesn't um rotate it's Rolls, and the same side of the moon is always facing us. Yeah, so that's right. why there's the dark side, and the even though the dark side is not really dark because it's, it's still yeah, because you, you can know, see it during the day. It's like, well, why can't I see the dark side of the moon during the day? Why is it blue like the sky? I was like, well, that that's just a, the trick that light uh, plays on. He's like, is it though? Is it though? <laughs> that sounds like some bullshit, and I'm talking some bullshit, so I think I'd know bullshit if I like came across it. <laughs> but like that, the it's a lot. It makes a lot more sense to me if somebody's just like, we don't know what the moon is, but it seems to be affecting our planet, and yeah. Yeah. other planets have moons as well, and maybe they're not all for the same reason. You know what and I mean? So, so it's at the perfect distance. Perfect distance, for perfect lack size. Of exist, the perfect size. It's the perfect size to cause an eclipse for some reason. I don't know mm-hmm. what, yeah. what the agenda, if there's an agenda to it, what that could be. No, that's all by accident. <laughs> because <laughs> there's no divine because design. Because no other, no other moon anywhere ever causes an, a perfect eclipse like that. No, yeah. the, to, be, to the fact they have it down on a, a cycle, I think it's called the Saros cycle, S-A-R-O-S, where um, they... A certain eclipse will happen again like every 18 years, 11 months, and 8 minutes mm-hmm. or something like that. And they, they don't use like the a Copernican model or NASA's model. They use these old school like models where they were Mayan like... Mayan calendar. Yeah, it was like, no, the Earth's the center. Everything sort of spins around like a gyroscope around us. And that's how they kept track of everything. Yeah. That's how they've been able to keep track of eclipse cycles yeah. as that's well. That's kind of what we were talking about at... Um the Ashley Street, that one. Mm-hmm. The uh, what was the 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 Michael Michelson Morley experiment? Morley experiment. Yeah. Would you explain that to them? Because that blows my mind. So I don't know when it was. I think it was either late nineteenth or early twentieth century. But it was. Um, it's essentially okay. Table service is a good example. So let's imagine that each four of us were a um, uh, something in a room, right? Okay, we're a, a, a receiver and a, a emitter for light. So. Luckily, we have two examples right here. So in the middle of the table where the mic's at, 
we'll pretend that's a lens. So the idea was that they're going to shoot a light beam into this lens that's going to split. Part of it's going to continue straight, and the other one is going to make a hard right turn. Now, at the end of each of these paths is a mirror. So whenever the light hits, they're going to bounce the mirror, come back. The one that went forward is now going to make a 90-degree path, and the one that took a 90-degree path previously is now going to go forward, and they're going to bounce back over here. Now, the idea was that However far the light beams were out of phase with each other would show you how far the Earth had moved. Now the idea behind that was that if Earth is moving through space, it's producing an ether wind that, you know, because it has to have a medium of something to like move through for light to pass through it. Mm -hmm. So the results of the experiment turned up of Earth with a, a velocity of zero or a fixed Earth. So this was a, a, a big disappointment because it's supposed to be a huge experiment to yeah. prove that the Earth was moving and they couldn't get to work. So Einstein stepped in uh, using a thing he called the Lorentz transform, where he said that we actually have length contraction and time and mass are all altered, but light can be used as a constant, right? So if we say that there is no ether at all, he gets rid of the entire chi, the fifth element, and he says that, that would explain why there was uh, the light beams were not out of phase, why they were completely in phase, is because there is no ether and the Earth is moving. It didn't it didn't prove the experiment at all. It was a way for him to say he why to, yeah, the, why it was a zero hmm. uh, result, and because of that, and that's not science. Yeah, and that's not science. It's dogma. Like that's that's scientism. But because of that. Einstein wins uh, these, uh, you know, these prizes, mm -hmm. and he is exalted to celebrity status. Right. And even nowadays, like we were all taught as kids, that, like, oh yeah, regular Einstein, you know, somebody, the yeah, like, and believe in the light. Yeah, he 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 uh, did spin control. He essentially acted as a public relations officer for this experiment, and because they had invested so oh, much into it, yeah, everything is marketing. Yeah, so the entire basis of 20th century scientific education and physics, maybe for the better, you know, but was altered to correspond with what Einstein concluded. So while he was a genius with everything in this one experiment, it seems to me that he was. Um, uh, 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 on the payroll, so to speak. Mm. <laughs> Possibly. Possibly. Of. Yeah. But, so, I mean, with that experiment, that's uh, something like why uh, atheism really latched on to heliocentrism is because you, you didn't have to have, like, chi or ether or this, like, well, now, heavenly quality. <laughs> oh, it doesn't exist. So, of course, then that proves that God doesn't exist, and all this cosmic happenstance is true. Mm. And Big Bang cosmology was like, oh yeah, exactly. All these things came from the Vatican, mind you. Like all these ideas, right, yeah. of, like Big Bang cosmology, they were funded with Bank of Rome money. Like they were just like, yeah, sure, school that shit, man. <laughs> Teach all the kids about it. Go ahead. Yeah, so the Vatican, um, I don't know, I don't, I don't know where I got this from, so I don't know how the source. But uh, so. I think one of the popes said that they have like their own religion behind the scenes yeah. when they go into the Vatican. And have you have you seen like the the pope's throne in the Vatican? Oh like, yeah, from that it's that like sculpture, this monstrous fucking hydra thing. 
Yeah, it's called the resurrection. It's supposed to be of 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 Jesus. It's the most horrifying <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it looks like H.R. Geiger came it looks in like, and it looks, it looks like the sound that Saturn makes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking creepy. Well, there's that idea. I don't remember where I got this from. It probably the Bible was like you know, in the physical plane, and God came down, or the devil came down, like. Wouldn't the devil disguise himself as oh, the yeah. light, like the God, yeah. like the, the righteous, the right path? Yeah. And then make it seem like, you know, the other guy was, was yeah. the shyster? So in the Bible, yeah. like, God kills, like, millions of people, but Satan only kills, like, one because God told him to. Yeah. There's um, a certain sect of, uh, <clears throat> I think we had talked about it here will, before, of uh, Luciferianism that argues that, Lucifer is actually not Lucifer. That Satan, the adversary, was this demon claiming to be Yahweh yeah. and uh, amended the it's, Ten it's Commandments, the, removed certain ones, and then placed in ones of, you don't have any other gods other than me. Yeah, you the, keep the Sabbath the holy. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's the what? The, the Demiurge. Yeah, the, so the usurper the, of the gods. Yeah, and this is, this is also where Saturn comes into play. Um, so there's the real world. And then there's the fake world, the, the demiurge made for us to be trapped in. Mm. Um, yeah, the uh, archons, the, as uh, David Icke calls them, that they can, um, kind of the same way with the paper analogy earlier. This is if, Gnosticism. Yeah. If, if, you, um, if you give them a blank piece of paper, they're going to be like, well, what the fuck can I do with that? However, if you put something on the paper and hand it to them, they can be like, oh, and then warp whatever's on the paper. So they can, uh, uh, they call them jinn. They're demons, but they call them jinn, I think, in Islam, where well, they can... Are they demons, or are they just like a different kind of entity? They don't nest, nest, well, when you say demons, people think evil. Yeah, they, they think but horns they don't have on to top be of the head. Necessarily. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they're, uh, they're, they're something greater than... Mm-hmm. Uh, our own cosmic uh, selves can handle, but yeah, they can uh, they can manipulate reality, and um... harder to handle. That reminds me of um, the Bhagavad Gita. So when uh, Arjuna is talking to uh, the Godhead or whatever, I forgot the name, and it's like it only shows them bits and pieces of reality because if it showed it the whole thing, like it would just like. Obliterate into a, a nothingness or something like that. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's too much to handle. Yeah, that's well, why your brain, so, um, your brain doesn't give you all the information, information that it's yeah, picking up time. on yeah. because it's too much. Yeah. So when you do mushrooms, you take in all of it. Yep. Yeah, your uh, oh, doors oh, of oh, perception oh. are widened. Like literally, your bandwidth for reality becomes wider whenever right. you're on uh, psychedelics. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be a bit fucking surprised if, like, uh, if. If the world turned out to be like ruled by extraterrestrial reptilian, that's one thing. Beings, <laughs> like I, I would not be shocked a single bit. I th- I think the world is a stage to a certain degree, like, and I think that there are. Um, that's, a, that's like a bigger picture. Life is like yeah. performance art in, yeah. a, in a sense. That's yeah. like a that's like a higher uh, perception of the world. So there's like different levels that you can. Of worldview, mm-hmm. the higher you get, the more like the closer you get to love. Yeah, yeah, true. The one, yeah, uh, and in actual reality, 
the further you get away from I like this idea of being like a, a Sims simulator game for reptilian aliens. I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, are they... And they don't necessarily have to be extraterrestrials. They could have originated here. Yeah. Let's make that guy fuck that big over there. <laughs> <laughs> or they could uh, be extra-dimensional aliens. True. Where they come from somewhere. Like uh, like we were talking about earlier, the elves and angels. They're on a different... This is also a David Icke thing, I think. Mm. Where he, he's talking about... They're on a different wavelength, so you can't see them. Yeah. Um, yeah, because uh, all we have access to is visible light. You know what I mean? Uh, have you ever read H.P. Lovecraft? Uh, no, I haven't read much fiction. Oh, my God. you got to read everything H.P. Lovecraft has <laughs> Because he talks about all of this shit before it was even thought of, but, right. in, a, but like in a different way. It's like... Um, so in one of his books called uh, the, the Call of Cthulhu. Mm. He oh, talks yeah. about, so artists, sensitive artist types would have dreams of like a, um, these monstrous happenings. And they were, they were sensitive to this, to this. And that's why only they would, you know. And him himself being a sensitive artist type, just uh, channeling all of this crazy shit into his books. He's got the invisible aliens that are just outside of um, the, your visible light. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, ancient reptilians um, buried under, like, in ancient cities underground. Isn't that where uh, Cthulhu comes from, he's like got, from a sea empire or something like well, that? Well, he, he's, uh, he, um, he's, he's actually like an extraterrestrial god from another planet. So he's something different. There's different. There's all kind of different shit going on here. He's also got like a. In one of his stories, uh, the scientist builds this machine, and when it's on, you can see. Um, it basically turns on your third eye, and you can see. Uh, all the shit that's going on that you can't see right now, just in the room with us. Mm. Because there's other shit going on right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You just can't see it. No no doubt. There's entity. This makes me sound like a lunatic, but that's okay. <laughs> there, there, no doubt there's, like, entities around this table other than just the oh, four yeah, of us, you know. And, uh, and they don't necessarily see us either. Right. They could. I think they do. But then there could be... But even beyond that, there could be, uh, like, a parallel Earth where we're also sitting here, but we're talking about something different. Mm. But we're right here. And there could be an infinite number of those. So like I, th- I said earlier, everything that can exist does exist. Mm-hmm. And so that's like a multiverse thing. I had a moment on um, on uh, LSD a few years ago. I, I took a uh, I took a ten strip, and uh, <laughs> that's a that's a lot. <laughs> Oops. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I I had done it before. That's that's a, a milligram, I guess, a ten strip. God um, but um, I saw this bird, and this bird was, it was just and nothing special. A hundred micrograms is a full-blown trip. Yeah, yeah. Right? So yeah. imagine that times ten. Yeah. Okay. You, you learn a lot. <laughs> <laughs> really but, quick. But I saw I saw this bird, and like 
not anything special. It was like a Blue Jay or something like that. But like the sound came out of me that never come out. I was like, oh. (laughs) 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 After it like fluttered away, my my girl at the time, she starts like cracking up. She's like, she's like, that sound. (laughs) And then like I start like cracking up, but I start laughing in a laugh that's not mine. Like like a laugh of like my ancestors is yeah. weird like <laughs> like weird weird like channeled like laugh and in my yeah. brain I see myself and there I am in another life another time another history and with people around me and I'm having the same laugh and for a different that. circumstance but it was like they laughed together at the same time That's and like awesome. all synced up yeah, like it's actually one thing like it's not uh, linear Mm-mm. like it's it's it's, it's you, you, cyclical and you cut through the, it's happening everywhere all the time the, the whatever well like and six six dimensions would be like our dimension mm-hmm. right except um, you're you're able to sort of view all possible lifetimes. Yeah, you know that all that could have been in the same realm that you are in the in the third dimension, which so is right now we're wild actually, even. This is the fourth dimension because we're also in a time dimension. They don't we don't take account in right, but time we, into our right because we can only experience the fourth dimension on a third dimensional level. So we experience time linearly yeah. as like yeah, day after day after day. But that's right. not how time is. Time right. is just a point like you're right. you're you're it's a it's a point in space right like that's your life is just like one atom somewhere and all these other atoms that are also your life are connected yeah, they're tethered okay. somehow and we're all tethered with that to this other greater network yeah. of like cosmic entities so it's no wonder why Whoever designed us was like, put a filter on the brain. We don't want them figuring out all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> the cows would be bad. Yeah. Well, put some fluoride in their water. When, when I designed this, actually, <laughs> it kind of brings me wild, to wild, it. Wild. when you designed me. Um, you know how earlier we were talking about kind of a learned experience, like you know what, uh, how you would pass it on to different generations, right? Like, so the same can happen. And this is scientifically proven, you know, like where, uh, like an animal uh, learns to adapt to a certain environment, and its children that are born, there's no way that it can teach, you know, but they still learn that same adaptation. So the ab- adaptation itself, the it's, mental like learning not to go to this place, it's called mm-hmm. a, that's passed on, you know, right? It's, it's not a, like a physical ad- adaptation, like a mental, like an educational. It's a, um, understanding. It's, a, it's called the morphogenetic field, right? So you can. So they they proved this with rats. They would teach rats. Watch this. Um, well, hang on. <laughs> let me let me let me finish my thought. And then you go with that. Okay. So I wonder if some of that, like your laugh that you picked up on, and you instantly saw like your ancestor or another world, or you know what I mean. Like, what if that is just genetically that experience, that laughter. Is passed down from generations of your ancestry, right. you know, like those beautiful brown eyes. Yeah, so it's not even. <laughs> so maybe it's not stuff that uh, that you learn, so to speak. It's it's also like behaviors. It's it's, it's uh, a genetic well, it's programming. DNA. It's yeah. in your DNA. Yeah, yeah. it's literally in, in your DNA. It's yeah. it's uh, so like they say everything. We things, use like three percent of, of our DNA or something like that. 
like yeah, the rest right, of something like that. The rest of it's no, we're not accessing. Yeah, they call we, it, we they call it junk DNA. Junk, junk DNA, DNA, yeah. And so that little bit of DNA is what we're made of, like our physical bodies. Mm. But we got all this other stuff, and like what is stored in that shit. Yeah. Well, anyway, so the morphogenetic field. Um, so they took these rats. It was like in New Zealand or something, and they put them through this, you know, these whatever they did. I can't remember exactly what they did. Like a maze or something, I think. Something like that. But then they noticed that rats in London were picking up on this, the same thing that the rats in New Zealand had That's faster. Right. Mm. Um, and so rats all over the world are learning this. Just because these rats learned it. They're collective unconscious. They're collective unconscious. Yes, that's Holy exactly shit. right. So they're, so, it's like all species are connected to this, to their, their, their collective unconscious together, like us. Mm, we right. are too. And at some level, all, all the species have their, like a, like another, um, overarching collective you know and at some point it gets to like the the earth itself mm-hmm. is is alive and is aware and we are connected to that too and it keeps going like that yeah so like <laughs> I, th- I think there's something with um with beasts and fauna as far as how they're tapped into a collective mind where they're I think they're tapped more into the godhead than we are yeah. because I think we you know we're the um, we're the caretakers of this place and we're also determining the cosmic health of whatever this yin and yang is the the chakra system you know earth mm-hmm. is the center chakra it's the heart chakra it's the top floor of hell the bottom floor of heaven it will always be in nice, chaos yeah. you know yeah um, I forgot where I was going with that. It makes me think of it's great. Well, yeah. Inanimate yeah. objects yeah, right have consciousness. <laughs> like, you know, does every atom have some sort of consciousness? You get back to like that electricity. Oh, yeah, we were it's talking like about every, one time. Everything that has some sort of charge in it is like consciousness or mm. something, something like well, that. Well, was it you? So, so the solar system is, is built like an atom? Yeah. Maybe, so I don't think... Um, was alchemy? I think atoms aren't necessarily like uh, electrons um, going around neutrons, right? But that's the model, and it's it's interesting that that model is the same as a solar system model, right? Um, and so, <coughs> what if the solar system is just an atom that we're and we're we're and and of an we're atom like of another atom we're statically of like atom. Yeah. stuck to this electron. <laughs> And that's what gravity is. It's static electricity pulling us little dust motes to this, mm-hmm. you know. If there's a... Um... And so so galaxies are like cells. And these cells make up like galaxy clusters. Right. Which, or maybe the galaxy clusters are the cells. But, but there's like this great cosmic entity that we are a part of. It's biology. Yeah, we're inside <laughs> yeah. of like this being. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, Doctor Seuss explored that in Horton Hears a Thief. He might have been on something. Precisely. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <coughs> it's one of my favorite stories. There's this um, uh, conspiracy uh, 
page I follow on YouTube um, called Space Busters. They're Space Busters. Yeah, they're they're fun. But um, they did this one on uh, it was on like comets, cataclysms, and catastrophe, some other c word I think for the alliteration. But they were uh, tying in uh, things like uh, electromagnetism and why. Even though folks like Tesla were just like, hey, this, uh, this shit is real. Like, you can just have a wireless <laughs> right. network. And everyone's just like, like heretic, burn him. And yeah. now it's like conveniently, it's like, oh, hey, you want to pay to get online? We got a wireless network. You yeah, tap you have to pay. You yeah. like to give us some of your resources and hard yeah. earned energy. It's like zero point energy, where at every point in the universe is all of the energy in the universe that you could tap into. I, th- I think that's why the argument was made that like we don't need to like have this so publicly available, right? You know, that's why he died in prison. Wait, I don't think he was in prison, but he was definitely penniless. Did he not die in prison? Yeah, he was in a Tesla? hotel room. Yeah, yeah, he oh. was. He was. He was. He lived in this well, hotel. Somebody died in. <clears throat> somebody like that died in prison. Might have been like a Carl uh, Sagan. No. Nah, he wasn't in prison. Who was? Um, he was, he was probably on Jeff Epstein's island partying it up. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what do you mean they got Jeff? <laughs> what the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> was it Wilhelm Reich? The guy that discovered Orgon? I don't know. I know uh, who is it? Galileo, I think they put in the fucking tower. They're just like, like. Because he was like, the sun's the center. No, the earth's the center. The sun's the center. They were just like, lock him away! <laughs> <laughs> he can't make up his mind. Lock him away. Yeah. He'll confuse the children. You go to your room until you... Sort yourself out, young man. With your telescope. I'm sure they gave him a telescope out there. He, uh, he did recant uh, towards the end of his life. Galileo he, uh, said that, uh, of course, it may have been because they had him under house arrest. But <laughs> We're beating him down. Yeah, he was, like, he was like, okay, the Earth's the center, but I still don't think they let him out, you know? <laughs> yeah, they're but, just placating. like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's like, you just... Doesn't realize that he's still locked up. He's just gonna stay in there. <laughs> sure thing, Galileo. Galileo. So tomorrow is the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn. Yeah. So it, this it's is the first um, time in like six hundred years. Eight eight hundred year cycle. Eight hundred years. Yeah. Holy shit. The um. So the last time was in the time that Galileo was alive. It was like fourteen years after he built the first telescope. Did this happen? That would have been. Uh, and now it's happening. Again. So what's the what's the proper thing to do? We need to build a fire and get naked, dance around it. <laughs> I, I think I think that's also the, going on. What's the protocol? <laughs> what's the protocol for something like that? There's a lot going on that's more unspeakable than that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But um, the um, what would it be? Twelve hundred something. So like. Yeah, 1,220. So imagine that, like, for 800 years, like, this hasn't happened. All this other shit has been happening this year. Like, and still, like, no, like, hardly anybody's talking about, like, the UFO shit, like, that they was released. Oh, yeah. Uh, Quick, give them something to panic about. Yeah. You don't need them researching on their own. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to wait on the, it's the stage invasion for, like, when the Disclosure. virus doesn't work. Right. I think that that is something at the end that's going to be like either uh, an alien invasion or uh, an uh, 
Maybe uh, the, the aliens are coming here to save us, one and all, but oh, yeah. only some. <laughs> only some of you guys are going to make it. Oh, Sounds sorry. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so have you ever seen a, a UFO, like, outside of yes. hyperspace? Um, <laughs> um, I haven't seen aliens outside of uh, Psychedelia, but, yeah, I talked about this a couple episodes ago. Uh, uh, Halloween morning, right off this front porch. At breakfast, good day to see a UFO, dude. Like I was, I had had a, a really um, intense and transcendent night uh, before uh, the night that I went and watched uh, you guys play, uh, and uh, oh, I was wow. hanging out with uh, uh, my friend uh, uh, Mike Price. I ran to my friend Danielle Sutton, uh, and like both of those people, shout out to them, like ride or die. Those are good people. And I hadn't uh, I hadn't seen my friend Danielle in like over a year and like just this year like craziness and, like she's one of my favorite like people yeah, that I've had and uh, like the pleasure of knowing especially in this town and uh, so like like I just like fucking unloaded on her and everything and uh, we had uh, we had uh, ran into somebody else who would be uh, unnamed but had uh, 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 dosed me earlier in the evening. Mm. I wasn't uh, I, I wasn't uh, drinking or anything. I was I was like whatever. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like so. As you do. Say what? As you do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but um, this was the next like we'd all come back here like later that night. I guess they they had left around like like probably like four or something, and I'm still up, you know. And I'm like oh, yeah. I'm like man like like I want some fucking like. Chick-fil-A breakfast, dude. Like, <laughs> just like hot, steamy. I'm gonna eat it. I'm gonna like, like come back, like just like, like be able to crash and take a nap. Like that'll be awesome. And I open up, I go out, and I see moon right there at the top of the tree line, perfectly yeah. where I'd see it. And I open the front door. I'm about to open up the, the, the other, the outer, the wind door. And my mind kicks in that. Um, it's six o'clock in the morning. The moon's not in the eastern sky. The moon's all the way back here in the all western right. sky. And I look back up, and it's this thing. It's as bright as the moon. It looks like a star, but it, it's like it's hard to see because it's so bright and gleaming. But it's a, like triangular, and in each corner of the triangle are little green, like stars. And in the middle is this white star. It looks like the <laughs> the all-seeing eye symbol, right? Oh, yeah. Like, or the uh, the Triforce in a Legend of Zelda, oh, yeah. you know, with the triangles within triangles. That's how it looks, and it's moving like this, like erratic movement, like it's trying to puncture through, like cellophane, <laughs> like, and it can't, and it's drunk. It looks like it's a drunk planet that's like moving erratically and I'm like is that a drone or an airplane like cause like I'm just trying to be logical cause like I'm already like a fucking oddball and I don't need to like be, be like run out of the streets and be like, like I'm flying saucer you know what I mean like good lord but like I look at this thing quietly I don't take out my phone or anything like I'm just like what is that and it's, it starts becoming light out. I've watched it for like 45 minutes now, and it, it has moved, but it's still in the same spot relative to me in the sky. It's not a drone. It's not a plane. But now it's, it's, it's whatever it is, it is in the sky. And I don't mean floating above. I mean, like, it is in the sky. And 
the then it got uh, to point where it was like really really bright out and like traffic is coming out i'm like okay i don't want to be standing at the end of my yard just like looking up <laughs> and, t- and like yeah pointing me like still amazed it's like what is this what is this because like at this point it's like the sun you know what i mean like yeah. so they wouldn't be able to like like do you see that like like nah dude what are you looking yeah. at like Call the cops, honey. <laughs> Me and Brian have I mean, seen um, we've both seen one? this phenomenon multiple on multiple occasions. Never together, I don't think. But um, the first time I saw it, uh, so I I step out of the car into the yard. It's nighttime, and I look up, and and uh, it looks like two planets. I thought it was Venus and Mercury, kind mm-hmm. of you know. Right there, and I was like, oh. And then I realized that Venus and Mercury are not together. And they're not supposed to be right there. So I'm like, what the fuck? <clears throat> and they start moving together like this. Mm-hmm. And one starts going like this, kind of up. And the other one starts going like this. And they come, and they're just like moving around like this. Mm-hmm. And then they just whoosh, zoom off. I've, I've seen... Fade. And since then, I, I saw, like, within a month, I saw that like three more times. Mm-hmm. And since then, you are chosen. Since then, I've only seen that about ten times. Um, doing and a lot of the times, um, so I've seen stuff like that before that plane, I was able to rule off as being like maybe it's just a comet. No, if there's or a plane some phenomena, the sky, but like they will never appear if there's a plane nearby. Yeah, I wonder if there's and I saw one. I was sitting there watching one. Uh, I guess maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, and I just happened to, uh, I was at my, my in-law's house, and they've got a hot tub and pool in their backyard, but they had all the lights off, so it was real nice and dark back there. So I walked out and looked up and immediately saw this little light, you know. Um, and it was moving around in, in a pretty weird way, and uh, and like Garrett said, you know, we've kind of, we've talked about this before, so it's kind of like I knew right away, like, what it was. Um, so I'm sitting there watching it kind of play around and out of the corner of my eye I saw a, a light blink from as a plane was flying over mm-hmm. and so I just happened to like glance over there at that plane it was traveling pretty fast and then at the same point in time I looked back at my little light that I'd been watching and it literally like blinked out it just went Boop. that's another thing oh, we saw gone. they blink right out. when that plane right when that plane went by and it was like yeah you know and I've seen a blink out too yeah um, they'll just be like a, a glowing ball, and then they'll just just gone and be gone. Do you think it wanted you to see it? I think I, think I don't know. They know, and I, 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 this, I would this I would talk to it like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> Come back! Because Let's chill." Because I felt like that it knew that I was looking at it. It happens yeah. more often. Like, That's uh, how I felt like because of just if if you'll notice like the view like out here is like dense trees oh. right across the road. You know, it was positioned perfectly in the darkness to where it's right above the tree to where I would have to see it. Like right. walking from like the front door to my vehicle, I would have no option but to like like witness me. Like, <laughs> yeah. And like I, that's another reason why I didn't want to take out my phone because I was like I was like As soon as I reach my phone it's gone. Well they're fucking with us like hey man <laughs> Up here, real yeah. quick. <laughs> They're like taking bone grips. Like, what's this? <laughs> We're gonna blow this human's mind real quick. My uh, 
my uh, my brother told me that uh, he's only uh, seen them whenever he trips, but he's seen them. I'm like I'm like I don't know about like because I've seen I've seen a lot of things whenever I've tripped before that I could be like I saw aliens, but we're not like that fucking light in the sky. Right. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. I I have I've had I haven't had uh, what was the the honeycomb dude from earlier the from the the oh Chong yeah guy the shaman guy yeah. yeah yeah like like. Like I've seen like entities before that are like that, but never anything that it's like like that is something I can't put my fucking finger on. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's amazing. Like you know, like when you see it, you just know that it's not. There's something not quite right yeah. about it. You know? Yeah, yeah. That it's, it, so it's not familiar. You're like, wait a second. It's like there. You don't. You don't mm-hmm. question it. It's you like, know that that's. I, yeah. I didn't even have coffee weird. today, so I know I'm not fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is uh, real shit. I've right also here. seen more like traditional, like government, <laughs> maybe craft, where it's a it's like a triangle mm-hmm. with like like seven white lights, like making a V on it. Yeah, and then it comes to the the seventh point. The you know, and it's like. Like camouflaged in the sky. In I've a also way. seen this, so I was look. I look at the sky like all the fucking time at night, like almost every night. It's this thing I did, <laughs> and so, so this particular night there were it was kind of cloudy. There was clouds here and there, and I saw these two planes coming from a distance, and I was just watching them. And as they're going over my head, like I noticed this black triangle you couldn't see it there were no lights on it I, but I could see it like against the clouds and these two little planes are like flanking it like following it and it's just huh. going some like uh, was that a Bioshock Infinite like cl- uh, cities in the sky and whatnot, like that we don't even know that the, they exist but there's like <laughs> Societies and like cities that are like maintained like up in the sky, like I I wouldn't I that wouldn't surprise me. I've got a few military buddies that say that uh, most of the stuff that we see as UFOs that's like probably like shit that like yeah the the government has met no, yeah. But I would argue they're probably in cahoots with some old world what we would call alien right like but they're like. Extraterrestrial means like from uh, uh, a different planet. Well, from different Earth, right? Mm-hmm. From like oh, okay, I, yeah. so, like they're they're like already here, right? Like that. There's a reason why we're told like, well, we've already ex- explored everything there is to explore. It's like we don't know shit about our oceans, about oh, yeah. our Earth, you know? Yeah, like we've we've gone what eight miles down into the Earth. Yeah. So like the whole right. theory about like, well, well uh, that's because the core is down there. It's like, well, how do we know? That's it's all conjecture at that point. Yeah. You know, I think there's like four hundred thousand miles to the core. Yeah, and, uh, and we've gone eight. Eight. <laughs> yeah, I literally just watched a show on this like two or three days ago. How many it Said it was four hundred thousand miles. Yeah, sure, it's not four. Okay, yeah. I heard some, That's what the somebody said, was explaining it as like if you took like a, uh, a pin that you like hang something up with, and you like just kind of like without any force just poke it into like an apple. Like that's how that's how far we. Oh been yeah, yeah. The the I'm like, pretty sure it was. Now he it might have been all the way through, from crust to crust. But I'm pretty sure he said 400,000 miles to the core because he was making the point we've only. Well, how does he hit a depth that? of eight miles? How do you even measure that? Yeah, because yeah, you, you, well, yeah. you have to go on what the, the authority the 
right? Uh, the official word is. Yeah, what right? if like a, oh, what if like it's got a dr like you could, like you calculated the 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 diameter of the Earth, but then as you go into the core, like it's further, like it's you're going into a different dimension. Right, dinosaurs. Yeah, that whole inner Earth. And Brendan Fraser. You know, is that's that's been around for. Ever, man. There is um, there's something Randall Carlson talked about. Uh, he brought up a, a particular argument. I don't know if uh, he supports this argument, but the argument was that the pyramids are actually the shape of the planet. <laughs> and that, like, the top of the pyramid, the ancients believed that was the North Pole, and everything was sort of laid out. And that we were album cover. and we were somewhere <laughs> near the top of the pyramid and then when you get to the top of the pyramid then you know the tree of life you descend inward right and evolve on that realm of the pyramid well, that's, that's interesting but they they also talk about there's maybe a possibility because now you can't dig there anymore right like right. the egyptian government will let you right. so like the official word and, yeah so the official word even though there's uh water erosion that's like I think like 12,000 oh, yeah, years old a, on the yeah. Sphinx. The argument is that, no, no, it's a 2000 BC. Right. 2500 BC. Well, this is water erosion that takes thousands of years to even like erode away this rock. Yeah. But it's, it, and it's only, you know, yeah. thousand years old. Heard something pretty interesting too. But that, um, uh, uh, real quick, but that uh, the bottom half of the pyramid would be the rest of the, was it the tetrahedra? Yeah. I forget the yeah. poly- As polygons. Above, yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that there that there would be things that about Earth that were there's a reason why we've only gone like eight miles down and have been effective. Like right. I think somebody had a model of like a shape of the Earth that was like a donut that like went in and out of itself, and it still worked like when you put in the yeah yeah like or like this um this set of like a, a gyroscope or an organ inside of a god, right? That, like, yeah. going back to the cellular <laughs> argument. Like, like I think all these things, like, why could it be possible? Be- I've, I've just seen, like, way too many things in the, um, as far as, like, what they've just taught people to just blindly accept. And when you sort of, uh, much to the uh, benefit of uh, experiencing psychedelia, but whenever you're able to sort of take a step back from your ego and sort of look back and say, like, okay, how does the world really operate? What is what is really good in the world? What is like right. a purposeful? Because purpose is abundant in Earth. Like, like if one man can find a purpose, and surely another man can find purpose as well. Right. And it happens over and over again. You don't even have to have one purpose. You know, like there's so many different purposes with Earth. Right. But to the um, uh, yeah, to the uh, ancients, uh, as far as like how they set up the the pyramid and whatnot, wouldn't it be really fascinating if they were allowed to keep digging at some of these uh, places where they're like, "Hey, look, there's stuff here underground. <laughs> how about we keep digging it up?" There's right? definitely some stuff there underground. Like there has to be. Have you guys ever uh, uh, heard about um, the the mud flood? Oh, this is another H.P. Lovecraft yeah, thing that, that he like foretold. What? What do you guys want to hear first? Mud flood. <laughs> wow. Mud flood. Well, um, th- there's also like the topic is left um, behind. There are, stones, <laughs> there are stones on the Giza plateau that have giant circular saw cuts made into them, so that so when you make a circular saw cut, it makes right. this, you know. Yeah, but the saws are like like twenty five feet to tall. Be, they would have to be like a forty foot 
diameter yeah. saw to do this mm. to make the the pattern into the rock like this but they're they're clean cuts so they so it's definitely like a circular saw cut that only a circular saw could have made right and they also have like bore holes made with like giant drill bits I see I see stuff like that yeah yeah that I don't, I don't think any of that stuff's like correct and I think a lot of it is folks just don't know but because yeah. they've been paid by people that say like well this is what's official so we, we don't yeah. want to ruffle any feathers yeah like they're they're good people Bill's a good dude <laughs> <laughs> he's been teaching archaeology here for 38 years we don't want to tell him he's been wrong and all of his books are wrong mm. well I get that but yeah they, Bill is a really good dude but the uh, the <laughs> the mud flood um, it it's it, uh, postulates that uh, some sort of giant earth event happened somewhere between the um, uh, these guys space busters were talking about it uh, in the uh, grand solar minimum the last grand solar minimum which would have been like some sort of an ice age and whenever it changed over to the grand solar maximum which we're leaving but which you know the, the planet in, yeah to where the planet increases in temperature that there are all these cataclysmic events that the earth has to discharge its electromagnetism some way so the sun is the the big driving factor so it's discharging from all this heat and solar radiation so whenever it's done it starts cooling off now the earth has to dis earth has to discharge all of its electromagnetism so you have uh, cataclysm events where you have like lightning storms or volcanic eruptions or earthquakes or in some things uh, soil liquefaction which can happen uh, when uh, uh, the Earth will vibrate a certain temperature to where uh, particles of Earth act like liquid themselves. Like turning to quicksand? Like quicksand is uh, even putting it mildly, like everything just instantly just sinks down. Where like mountains and uh, oceans essentially are of a similar medium. Mm. Like like that intense of a shockwave. There was something that happened in America in a town called uh, New Madrid in, um, oh gosh, I think it was like 1812, which uh, would have been, no, it was uh, 1811, I think, December 1811 through February 1812. There were six cataclysmic earthquakes in this town. Uh, town. Now, the interesting interesting thing about this town, New Madrid, is that it's uh, on the Mississippi uh, Valley. The Mississippi Valley, uh, this is in either Tennessee or Kentucky, but it's uh, it's in the middle of the tectonic plate. So where you would see like heavy earthquakes repeatedly of this magnitude would be like where two tectonic plates like the San Andreas Fault Line yeah. is at. Like you would see stuff like that happen. But it was like really unheard of to see like this magnitude in like I think it was like eight weeks had six like like devastating earthquakes. So there seems to be all this other stuff that they tie in with um, going on in the year 1812, where there was all this uh, uh, a low low uh, point as far as the uh, the relationship between the uh, solar radiation and Earth and like how life could grow. That it had uh, was just starting its climb up, where the sun would start discharging more, and uh, all these wars that were happening at the same time, like 
like the War of 1812 started mm-hmm. happening. Uh, more colonies from Europe started uh, declaring war in South America and other places. And uh, even maps, I didn't know this, but maps uh, predating, I think I think it's like 1811 or 1812, show California as an island. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and then, like, they, they all changed it. And, like, like that's, I don't know. I Like, that stuff, like, it's it makes sense then if they're like, well, don't dig because why? Because all of these, like, cities, you'll see, like, what, they built these cities on top of. So, like, some of the argument is in the Americas that uh, some of these old school buildings that uh, you'll see in, like, places like uh, Philadelphia or even, like, out west, like Salt Lake City, these, like, magnificent cathedrals that they were already there, but because they were damaged by whatever this cataclysm was that they just sort of built on top because the foundation was already too far down, but they didn't want to build a new foundation on top, so they just kept building more stories onto an existing building. And you see this, like, repeatedly that'll happen in uh, any major uh, city where you'll see, like, doors and dormers where it's like, oh, there used to be a door there. Chattanooga, Tennessee's like that. Mm -hmm. Wow. And there's no record of them doing anything, uh, you know, like, trying to repair buildings or anything like that but there's an entire story of buildings the whole city has like an entire story of buildings that's underground Mm. and they like scientists are baffled by it because they said they know at some point in time they either had to have like a massive effort to fill in you know the bottom 16 feet you know or but they can't there's no record of it ever happening but they can look at the doors they can look at, you know, you'll be walking by a building and you'll see, like, the top part of a, of a window, like, pediment, you know, right there buried in the sidewalk. What the well, it makes me think about earlier how we were talking about the the common ways for spirits to travel through. And if they're just building buildings on top of other buildings, like, what sort of, like, energetic residue is there? Right. You know what I mean? Totally. Oof. Big oof. Big oof. <laughs> oh, so back to the, the whole pyramid thing, just a, yeah. a quick fact. Um, I heard that in the Old Testament, Noah's Ark is represented as a pyramid. I'd never heard that before. Huh. But supposedly in the Old Testament, and so there's uh, there's Oak. these doors by, uh, it's a relief sculpture by a famous artist, I don't, like, I don't know uh, at the time, but it's at the, I think it's at the Vatican. And so one of his panels on these doors, it has Noah's Ark represented as a pyramid. Sweet. And so I guess, you know, they started looking at it and thought that was really cool. But so apparently back in the Old Testament, it's depicted as a pyramid, not a big boat, which mm. I thought that's pretty it's really weird. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Is that like the theory that the pyramid is actually a like a spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying this pyramid, you know, or like just a keeps capsule. popping up, man. The, the a conduit or like a converter or something you know? like that. Yeah. Channel satellite, at least. Just that image of the pyramid just keeps kind of resurfacing oh, speaking of pyra- everywhere. Pyramids are fucking amazing. They're really so, weird. So, I made this pyramid out of straws and tape. It's eight straws. <laughs> it's a pyramid. Well, he was sitting there. I was picturing mine. I'm like, golly, man, it'd be fun to make a pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> make a pyramid. If you hang this pyramid by a string, make sure there's no airflow, so you don't, you know, so you can prove it to yourself. But it will start spinning counterclockwise. 
Hmm. Because of so um, apparently because of the shape of a pyramid, it pushes like electrons up, and at the the vertex of the pyramid, it makes the vertex. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, it has a few vertexes, but yeah. Well, the apex. Apex. There you go. It makes a vortex. That and that's what, I think that's what causes it to spin. But it will spin. It will fucking spin. It's awesome. And also, you can put it over like a plant. And the plant will grow faster. You can put an apple in there, and the apple will not oxidize. Mm. You know how it turns brown when you cut it? Yeah. So, and that's why... Um, so, obviously, the Great Pyramids aren't, like, they're not tombs. There's no burial chambers in there. But some of them are. The smaller ones. And I guess that's, that's why they put them in there, to mummify, because it... It basically dehydrates you and oxi- it keeps you from oxidizing. Right. So that's really cool. So the pyramids are. It's more. It's more there than, you know, just the shape. The, somebody was talking about that. Um, you know, uh, Egypt uh, back uh, before it was uh, dominated by the Sahara. You know, the desert that uh, it was essentially the graveyard of the world. That that's. Where, like, you went to, like, if you were of, like, high status, you went to be buried in, in Egypt yeah. with, because uh, that's where, you know, enlightenment and all this, uh, mm. it was the, it was the hub of the world for a while. You know? Yeah, like, like, Af- Africa was uh, the hub of the world, then it turned into Arabia, then it yeah. turned into Rome, and yeah. now it's uh, America is... Like uh, the hub of it. Did you see but, that? I think it was like a ancient aliens episode where they were talking about how the pyramids are. Some of them are like what you, everybody's talking about, and then like some of them are like amplifiers, like just because of how the the all the tunnels are made or something like that, and like they can amplify sound oh, and like, like have things generator. like vibrate or something like yeah. that, yeah. and that's how they move. Like all the stones or <coughs> something similar to that. They were use sound wave uh, yeah. vibration. So you can levitate shit with sound if, yeah. you get, if you get the right frequency. Right, and um, I think I don't know. I just think it's it like it's like an anti gravity sound wave. I think they could uh, probably liquefy the stones and that's pour another, them. That's another uh, true possibility. That that still using the same way, like, um, you know, using vibrations, you know, because like that is awesome about the pyramids that like you can go in there and it's kind of same with cathedrals, like you can go in there and it's, yeah, and it makes and, like, beautiful. It's mm-hmm. like a whole choir. Is it, you know? Let me uh, I'm gonna pull that up. People singing in the pyramids, and it's got these these. It's like a uh, like a terraced shape roof, and it it like it amplifies the. The sound and they're tuned to a note. Mm-hmm. This one I'm thinking of is specifically is tuned to A C flat. So it's let's see here. I was reading this stuff about a uh, uh, Pythagoras and how like uh, I, he I guess or his his slaves or workshop whatever he gets the credit. But uh, and uh, first started like discovering like things like harmony and tone and pitch and just like mm-hmm. the genius that was involved with that with like a ratio of three to two right. get you a different uh, than a ratio of like uh, three to one or uh, five to two or like all this stuff like holy fuck yeah like I just I see 12 choices and then it starts <laughs> over <laughs> like, right that's, yes that's the same way on the piano it's like alright so I got these 12 
And that just starts over, and I can make whatever I want with that. Cool, I got you. Um, uh, guitars are amazing. It's amazing oh, how complex like, that is. But, but like, one time I was on mushrooms, and I, was, <laughs> I picked up a guitar, and I like, I just understood more than I could possibly, you know, explain or even think about right now. Like I just, I just realized what this was and how it worked. I'm, and I can, and at that moment, I could play anything. I'm better at uh, communicating through an instrument on psychedelia than I am with my mouth. <laughs> oh, like, dude, I used to, I used to do the craziest shit while I was on mushrooms with a guitar. Like you, you would, you would just be in awe. Well, my blow f- my own mind. I'd be like, well, my, my favorite thing. My fingers. You, you would not be able to see my fingers move. I would be playing so fast. Well, my favorite uh, uh, things to do was always uh, just tell somebody else, just like, like, just put on some music, and they'd be like, like, well, aren't you gonna play? I'm like, yeah, yeah, just, just put on music, man. You, like, you put on whatever you want, and then I'll just sit my little guitar down and quietly. I'll just find whatever it is. I'll just ad lib, just yeah. play along. Yeah, it's fun. Just, yeah, and not know uh, where the music's gonna take me, and not have the the choice of like uh, choosing the key or uh, uh, the tempo or anything and just seeing what I can uh, come up with. I always like that about uh, uh, other musicians. It's one thing I love about Blake. Blake is uh, the uh, only uh, musician in Valdosta I have ever met that I've been able to stand uh, with more than one band or more than one iteration of bands before. Like well, you definitely make it difficult. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, we, we. I think just you lock in with somebody, and I think a lot of it has to do with you know you got a lot. We got a lot of the same background as far as music tastes mm-hmm. go. So it's like and we've got that well. in our, we, that we've got like we've been listening to it so much. Like we've got those those neural pathways there. It's like oh yeah, well. I've listened to that so much. I'm I'm probably gonna go this direction with it, and it's mm-hmm. just like I don't know. That it's easy to play with you guys too. It was almost like instant. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow, you you listen to everything I listen to, and you play like what I listen to anyway. Right. So it's just easy to just like hop right in. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we knew you for like three days and played our first gig together. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. And then jam, <laughs> and it's just like jamming, so like having a conversation. You're just doing it with instruments that some old dude had a lot of time on his hands the cat is trying to get in the cupboard for the treats he's had a lot of <laughs> he's like I know where the nip is buddy that's your counter he has his own counter well made me think of earlier when you were talking about Pythagoras and he was developing the, the western music system I was like you had to have a lot of time on your hands with like little distraction uh, you know, it's like, how can you get anything done with like uh, porn and uh, Red Dead Redemption? You know what I mean? Like, I, 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 there's so many distractions where it's like hard to make like a we are very magnum opus like that. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous. We're very distracted as a, a people. Yeah, it's. I I don't like it. I'm also like you know a hypocrite because I know that like. After you know this is done, you guys leave here. I'm gonna hop online so I can upload everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but it does it does worry me. Like, I'll I'll see like some people and like how they post. I'm just like, well, you're just putting it all out there still, huh? Yeah, right. Like, all right, cool. I've I've been trying to become more conscientious about that what I'm doing and like you say the gyms. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so I, I try to make put sure all that, the rocks out there. I try to make sure I've been I've been kind of slacking off the past couple of weeks, uh, but I mean, you know, eh, it's holidays, shit happens. But um, I try to make sure that like I'm I'm still being productive in some sort of way. You know what I mean? Like so with something with creating, so either like working on music or having a podcast or yeah. like doing something. That's that yin yang. That's either you're either consuming or you're creating. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's just a lot more fun to create. Hands down. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will have to say, uh, it's so much easier now to, ha- you know, just to throw a video together or throw a song together and, and send it out. Oh, so, yeah. So, so even though we are very distracted, you know, like mm-hmm. just with my kids, I've noticed their brains just move so fast, you know, I can't keep up with it. Yeah. But they're flipping through the little Instagram things, you know, and it's, you know, kids doing a song, kid dancing, whatever, you know, there's it's a like, billion yeah, things to look at. So... In a way, it is very distracting, but in a way, there's a lot of creativity flowing right now. You're so much more connected to everyone else. Mm -hmm. And so it's a a double-edged sword. It really is. Just like anything. See Um, a lot of good, and I see a lot of bad. Yeah. yeah, I think what's really bad is the the electromagnetic fields that these fucking things are putting off. And you're just like saturated in them. All well, I've read an I can article. I can totally if if I'm laying in bed trying to go to sleep, I can feel that fucking thing. If I move it away, I just it's like a relief. Yeah, for real. It's like yeah, um, kids with the AirPods just walking around with like two microwaves between their. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just read this article like yesterday about um, scientists. It's always the scientists doing things, but uh, so they did some they did some kind of study, and so. Uh, the earth is producing a human now because of all of our devices and everything that we're doing. So we're producing an electromagnetic field that can be detected out in space. And not only that, but it's helping block some of the sun's radiation. Oh, thank God. So we have created our own little... Ozone layer of mm-hmm. electromagnetic... Of electrom- but we're yeah. cooking ourselves at the same time. Yeah, like- so, but they were saying like this is the only benefit the humans have done, you know, for space oh, or whatever. It's plastic. <laughs> That's what we're here for. Anyway... Oh, but yeah, so apparently we're producing our own electromagnetic field mm. now. It's not just the Earth doing it. Yeah, it's it's gonna, I wonder how the Earth feels suck about it. Whenever the Ice Age comes, and everybody's like, <laughs> <laughs> "What the fuck is the heat?" Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was really cool. I'll have to, I'll have to find that. And the Earth is actually Sending making a sound. Well, I mean, obviously, um, all, mm-hmm. all, everything is making a sound. Uh, even this, it's making a sound. You can't hear it because yeah. it's too small to. It's very imperceivable. Supposedly, the but sun makes the vibration. Yeah, supposedly the sun makes the same sound that uh, birds mimic, and uh, that's okay. why in the morning birds will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's really weird. Tweet. Tweet. Ah! The bird, the bird, y'all. The bird section of the podcast. Tune in, and now tune in next time for the porpoise. Imagine someone skips from the beginning of the podcast when we're talking about like mushrooms and shit to this. We're running the whole gambit. This show is uh, brought to you by Animal Planet, so I told them I would give them at least you know ten minutes of uh, of animal talk. That's not true. Nobody smokes this show. Animals. Not yet. 
Mm-hmm. Well, fellas, you don't happen to have a, a actual cancer device, do you? I don't. I uh, nice. I stopped um, tobacco. <laughs> Stop tobacco. Um, nicotine will be the next thing to go. Want to hit this? Yeah. Makes you feel a little dizzy. Oh, I'm trying to get lifted. Takes all your bad feelings and turns them into good feelings. No, <laughs> sorry, you don't want that. You don't. I think I want that. So, guys, we got uh, two hours and 20-some minutes or so. Some jaw wagging nice. around there. Yeah, yeah. Thank you guys for, uh, for coming on the show, man. Yeah, for thanks this. for providing, man. Good, yeah, to, good to conclude the show with some bird noises. Yeah. It was <laughs> a nice ending. <laughs> that was very pleasant. I feel very calm and peaceful now. <laughs> So where can, yeah. uh, where can uh, uh, folks uh, uh, find uh, Soul Machine's music at? Oh, uh, Spotify, uh, YouTube. We have a, a YouTube channel with um, like live videos and stuff and lots of uh, awesome playlists. What is that? Together. At Soul that's, Machine, that's Soul Machine Just Soul Machine yeah. at, at YouTube. You can, you'll, you'll know it by the triple spiral you know, profile picture. And we got uh, the songs we've released are on you know Spotify and iTunes and Apple Music, all that. Thanks to John and LimeWire. Mm. Uh, our our Instagram is Soul Machine Band. What else? They're that's, blasting that's some it. Christmas tunes next yeah, door. Yeah, they are rocking out over there. Um, what about the gig? Did we tell the about gig. the gig? We've got on the the ears. We've got um. We've got a New Year's Eve gig coming up at Ashley Street Station. Oh, nice. It's going to be fucking awesome. Nice. I think it will we be need, we all nighter. We need to go work on that, actually. Good idea. Uh, Heck yeah. Mama Stone will be opening for us. So shout out to Mama Stone. Yeah, I just, uh, I just met uh, Owen. I just played a show like a week or two ago. Like first time I played yeah. in like two years. You, I met Owen. I like him. He's a good, yeah, he's uh, awesome. good performer. Yeah, he's an awesome musician. Hell yeah. Well, Blake, Garrett, Brian, Soul Sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on, man. Thank yeah, you. We appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, bro. Oh, yeah. We'll, uh, if you guys want, we'll put some music here at the end. If not, go check out Soul Machine. Later, guys. <laughs>